had a little bit of a rant about how the frequency of updates on this free software. <laughs> did, did you watch my crowdsourcing video editing help video? No. Uh, yeah, so I decided to live stream doing some video editing and uh, I had a little bit of a whinge about uh, the frequency of updates. And it's like, it, and also it's like, of what use and validity is this update for me? Uh, well, it's kind of unspecified, isn't it? There's none. Welcome to another 14 words. And uh, should we just start off with how weird MPs are? Like, what is it with no, MPs, it, and, MPs and food? <laughs> it's, look... Ed Miliband can eat a bacon sandwich just like you and I. Perfectly normally. Like, that that pretty much sunk him, didn't it? Just imagine that, like, you're so weird that eating a sandwich can sink your political career. You know what he reminds me of? Um, so, as as you know, one of my, my favourite bits of entertainment is, is the hate bus. And uh, Thursday... So probably from about midnight until five in the morning. No, it's probably one in the morning till five in the morning. Uh, they do a, a, a stream. And they, they have mutants eating food section. And there's this one guy goes, eh, get this thing from, and then insert the name of the fast food restaurant. Yeah. And we're going to try it out in a minute. And then the way he eats his food, he chews with his mouth open and he pushes, like, with his tongue, everything to, like, the back, uh, you know, the roof of your mouth. <laughs> he does that. And every time, like, I've had the misfortune of watching him eat, because, okay, you know that thing with peripheral vision and movement <clears throat> happens when yeah. you're looking. I, I, I just look, and then it's like, he reminds me of someone. Yeah, it's like when Ed Miliband was trying to eat that bacon sandwich. I think Ed Balls has eaten like something in public. I think it was like a Scotch egg or a pork pie. That was weird. David Cameron is normal eating a hot dog with knife and fork. <laughs> Do you remember the, the time the one, the... That, the one that I wanted to talk about was one that I remembered. You've, you've never heard this one, have you, Hobbit? The famous... I'll just quote it straight from the from the article. The famous story about Peter Manderson was the one that he once went into a northern fish and ship shop, spotted the mushy peas on display, and asked for some of that guacamole. Because <laughs> he's um, never heard of fucking... He doesn't even know just, what fucking mushy peas are. Just as uh, a reminder for those that were born after 9-11 and uh, Americans, Peter Manderson was a member of the House of Lords... Is he still a member of the House of Lords? He's <laughs> David also Cameron famously liked pulled pork. Obviously, you remember that gag, don't you, Hobbit? His days, uh, his days in the Bullingdon Club. You remember that one, don't you? Oh, right, because I was going to say that there was and, uh, uh, a t my favourite, my favourite David David Cameron story has to be uh, that he thinks LOL stands for lots of love. <laughs> well, it does, yeah. Just, just <laughs> so, why do M why do MPs try to be normal? And why are they even, like, they're that out of touch? When you're that out of touch, like, why are you running a fucking country? You don't even know what goes on within the borders. Well, they see it as a lesser culture, don't they? Yeah. Two things, right? Peter Manson, practising homosexual, member of the House of Lords. And the Fabian Society. Yes. So he is, in fact, Gaylord Mandelson. And secondly... 
I was at a function with David Cameron being there. He was basically grandstanding at the opening of some building, and uh, I happened to be there because I was invited for a tour of this facility. Mm. Um, and uh, security, uh, the Secret Service, who I were not paying attention to, came over and asked my friends what we are doing. I we was saying, oh, well, we're playing Magic the Gathering. Uh, <laughs> it, and then he says... Oh, okay. Uh, how's that work then? And, he, and then we explained the rules. He said, oh, so it's like top trumps then. I said, yeah, basically. And then when he walked away, my friend said, did you see the guns they've got? It's like, no, I'm not looking at them. Yeah, they've got guns. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're hidden underneath the suits. Well, that does make sense seeing as they're protecting the then Prime Minister. Um, don't do, don't do guns. Yeah. Guns are bad. Okay. Yeah, unless you're um, like a uh, secret service, in which case, you know what, just carry guns around in public. Well, because you know, that's... Uh, as as everybody likes to point out, all of all of these um, American politicians that want want guns banned are all protected by guns. <laughs> yes, and gated communities. Yeah, because open borders, except for when you're in my neighbourhood. Mm. Um, anyway, should we get on with uh, UNESCO? We did threaten to do a UNESCO episode. I've got a, UNESCO. I've got to confess, we haven't really done any any research on it. So it's going to be funny. Well, no, we, we kind of have. We, we, we have. We've kind well, of we led up to it. I mean, there's about six episodes where we've led up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think various. Was it? Was it? Um, was it during Mud Flood when we first started finding out that UNESCO have all these sites? I think it might have been. Um, so anyway, UNESCO, what does it stand for? The United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organisation. Um, which is quite funny considering how many people we think we should, they should, we should have in a country. Is a specialised agency of the United Nations aimed at promoting world peace and security through international cooperation in education, arts, sciences, sciences and culture. Well, um, how long have they been doing this? Hold on. Uh, UNESCO was founded in 1945. So how would you rate their progress in, in, the, uh, in, the 80 odd, in the coming up to 80 years they've been around? How do, you, how do we think? Uh, should, we, should we give them a mark? Uh, how do you think they're doing at uh, promoting I, I, I world peace? I just like to say we we have been covering UNESCO in pretty much every, all the previous episodes where we go oh this is an interesting world anomaly ah it happens to be a UNESCO World Heritage Site that's a funny coincidence yeah oh look at look at this building look at this uh, gigantic tree stump oh it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site oh look at this atoll with the nuclear <laughs> test so oh, that's a UNESCO Heritage Site. You know. Oh, look at Antarctica. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site where you'll be machine gunned if you try and step foot on it. <laughs> uh, headquartered in Paris, France, obviously, because it might be Paris, Texas, you don't know, do you? Uh, UNESCO, has, UNESCO has 53 regional field offices and 199 national commissions that, fi- that facilitate its global mandates. I wouldn't say a global, I'd say a minority mandate of... So- like, why? How does like declaring a piece of like ground like serving world peace? Uh, <laughs> this is anyone know? That's that's why I said like should we mark them? Like they they're not doing that well on the world peace front, are they? 
I, I think it's the same, like, when we, if we can sort of circle back to the neutrinos totally aren't faking the... Oh, sorry. Don't say fuck or bugger. Uh, yeah. Your neutrinos is like, no, you may be asking and then, like, some sort of technical bit about this. Well, that's a good question. Moving on. <laughs> so, I just... I just, hey, I Tony, just love Tony, that. Hey, Tony! Tony, yeah. how does that piece of land over this? Give us world peace. Hey, Tony! <laughs> I love, I love the lot. I love the way, like like any any other evil organization, the the head of it as as alliteration in his name. His name's Aud. Is I think it's a he. Anyway, Audrey Azalay. Like the alliteration, Audrey. like Lex Luke. Oh, it's a woman. French. Oh, she's a French civil servant. So Audrey Audrey Azalay, like any good supervillain, has alliteration. Doesn't she? Like Lex Luthor, or uh, I can't remember any others. <laughs> so oh, unesco yeah. was founded in 1945 as the successor to the league of nations international committee on intellectual cooperation but uh, yeah it don't quite drip but they <laughs> is it because they couldn't come up with a catchy name for it <laughs> it's like the, it's just it's just like where the acronym for shield came yeah <laughs> unesco is just a lot better than Icky, Its constitution establishes the agency's goals, governing structure and operating framework. UNESCO's founding mission, which was shaped by the Second oh. World War, is to advance peace, sustainable development, and human rights by facilitating collaboration and dialogue among nations. Like I say, how well are they doing for that? Yeah. Hey Tony, hey Tony, how does this tree stump it? Very false, Scott. A good question. Hey, Who Tony. funds UNESCO? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's uh, we, we're going to go. We're going to come on to the conspiracy bit later. We got and we and we know who we're not allowed to tell you. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally debunked. Totally, just 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 a um, oh, was it philanthropist? Just just your average philanthropist. Yeah. Uh, so, so it pursues, pursues this objective through five major program areas, education, natural sciences, social and human sciences, culture and communication information. Why do they have to double up on these? Like, why can't they just... They're not, they're not very good at uh, sorting this out, are they? Um, anyway, are you guys having a look as well? So if there's anything yeah. you see, you can chime in. Um, there you no. No. I'm not looking at anything, mate. <laughs> uh, just to say, now, uh, this is actually a, a multi-part episode. This started um, yesterday when we were talking about the GATE program and Common Purpose. Last week. We, we we haven't really mentioned much about Common Purpose, but we couldn't talk about this stuff without the Tavistock Institute. And you can't mention the Tavistock Institute without the UN, because turns out Adolus Huxley and Julian Huxley had um it not just them by the way but they had a lot of stuff to do with uh, both of these organizations and well who put uh, who put the un into unesco um the other bit which oh well that's rockefellers yeah uh, the other bit which i thought was interesting about this is what's his name um so adonis huxley if you write read in brave new worlds they got breeding vats and uh talking about like uh sexualizing children and uh, Julian Huxley is the founder of UNICEF, the 
United Nations Fund for Buggering Children in the Congo or something. I think it's the children in the Congo. I don't think it's exclusively buggering children in the Congo, but that's what a lot of the UN peacekeepers were doing. Well, we know they absolutely uh, didn't do it under, Com under Comet Pizza. Uh, no, yeah, definitely. There's no, there's no Comet Ping Pong in Congo. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? Tavis Tav also made the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, exactly. Uh, possibly Philip Schofield. Is he a member of UNESCO? <laughs> um, all I know that he's 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 done nothing illegal. Yes, and uh, the actions of his brothers have got nothing to do with him. Yes. No. Uh, so, as a focal point for world culture and science, UNESCO's activities have broadened over the years. Oh, really? <laughs> don't, they, don't they call that mission creep? Yeah, like it's yeah, it's like when charities stop doing charity work and start doing well capitalism. You know, I just I press it. I'm pressing X to doubt on this one. UNESCO sponsors projects that improve literacy, provide technical training and education, advance science, protect independent media. Mm, itchy well, chin. What did they do to, be to protect fair. Alex Jones? What did they do there? Uh, nothing. I wish we could have Mush on this show because he would be really good at saying this point. To be fair, Emmy, yeah, uh, what they do right, it, they do actually pr promote literacy across the world. They get like six-year-old girls and boys to read "My First Gay Anal Adventure," <laughs> starring, uh, uh, you know, with, with with my uncles and le learning about like, you know, here's a book for three-year-olds talking about how uh, men and women can masturbate and. Uh, do sexual acts to, to one yeah. another, which I'm not going to describe. Uh, but by the way, it, it is the sacred heart of Jesus this month. We all get to focus on how uh, his heart... Wait, 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 it's the sacred heart of Jesus month? You mean Pride month? It is the sacred heart of Jesus. Pride is the worst of the uh, seven deadly sins. Yeah. So we get to focus on Jesus' undying love for us this month. So, uh, yeah. Um... I just felt it, it, it's important to mention June is uh, is this part. You don't you have to be perfect because of... UNESCO. What they do is they preserve regional and cultural history and promote cultural diversity. So how do they do both it... at the same time? Is it, yeah, well, what? How are they promoting diversity but um, also saying like? Yeah, we're going to encourage mass migration, but also we're going to make it conspiracy theory to say that we're encouraging mass migration, and there's no such thing as the Great Replacement. Mm. Well, you see, they, they put up a sign saying, this is ancient uh, Roman architecture. Yeah. So when all the tourists, I mean, uh, you know, new, 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 new Europeans arrive, new Romans, they can feel like they're part of ancient historical Roman thing, and then they'll have yeah. TV episodes where Julius Caesar was a black man now and you know um Anne was black Cleopatra Cleopatra is now black for some reason yeah. um on Netflix you know uh, those kind of I, things. I gotta say uh, good so, good luck to Egypt uh, suing Netflix <laughs> come on Egypt we believe in you yeah. <laughs> let's go Egypt let's go Egypt uh so who is UNESCO governed by who you ask it's governed by the General Conference. 
<laughs> that just sounds like an <laughs> evil organisation, doesn't it? Is that is that from Star Wars? Or from yeah, the General Empire, Conference. <laughs> Nobody. The General that. Conference will convene now. <laughs> uh, which is composed of member states and associate members, which meets biannually Ooh. to set the agency's programmes and the budget. Oh, yeah, I bet they set the budget. Uh, it also elects members of the executive board, which manages UNESCO's work and appoints every four years a director general who serves as UNESCO's chief administ- administrator. UNESCO is a uh, member of the United well, Nations... Have, have, have we got an example of what they're actually doing on the ground? Because like, this just sounds like fucking fluff. It sounds like... Well, I'm just like, this is like apparently what they... This is, this is what they do on paper. Yeah, but it's like saying, oh, we, we, we do all this, you know, we have general meetings, but what are they actually doing? Like, well, this what, is just from the wiki at the minute. Um, right. So, 21st yeah, yeah, century. Yeah. Uh, oh, acti- do you want me to skip to the activities then? So, UNESCO implements its activities through five programme areas. Education, natural sciences, social and human sciences, culture, communication and information. UNESCO supports research in comparative education. So um, it's paying people to do shark science, I should imagine. Uh, (laughs) Provides expertise and fosters partnerships to strengthen national educational leadership and the capacity of countries to offer offer quality education for all. And I'm pretty sure that like this is the sort of education that Snopes would would well agree with. Yeah. Sounds like buzz, like words and platitudes and. Well, what, it's what, um, they, what is it they're doing? It's, well, I assume what they're trying to do. Like, what educational much... material are they being taught? Like, uh, what well, is... there's only one education. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, right. Uh, provides uh, no. so UNESCO supports research in comparative education provides expertise and fosters partnerships to strengthen national educational leadership and the capacity of countries to offer quality education for all so so what what I assume what they're trying to do is they're trying to it's it'll be one they, there'll be one set of facts for the education. entire world yeah it sounds like yeah and, we're standardising yeah like, Across countries, right? Which is interesting because that. Hmm. What's why a coincidence? Would that be a problem? Why would that be because a problem? Each country having their own different like, common purpose. Also, they share a, they share a the purpose thing. that's in common. Hmm. <laughs> yes, that that's it. Yeah. Yes, it's very interesting, isn't it? So UNESCO chairs. Rand feels about this. (laughs) So UNESCO chairs an international network of six hundred and forty-four UNESCO chairs, involving over seven hundred and seventy institutions in one hundred and twenty-six countries. How many countries are in the world? Is it one hundred and ninety-six? What is like one hundred and thirty? Two hundred thirty. Well, they're like genders. They keep up making new ones every month. Yeah, well, you know, you, the way you've got the Eastern Europe, well, haven't I mean, you, which changes every couple of years. You've got Sudan it? now. Sudan, like, splits off into different fucking countries every five years now, it seems. Uh... Oh, the woke agenda, that's... in other words. Oh, Alphabet oh wow. Crap. So, a... as of uh, t- 2023, uh, this, this, as of today, United Nations recognised 193 countries. Oh, that, that Wait, That's sorry. Recognises 193 countries as member states awesome. and two observer states. Oh, so that doesn't that mean that doesn't 
that doesn't necessarily say what the total amount of countries is. The Holy uh, Vatican City and Palestine are self-ruling territories, but not full-fledged countries. <laughs> there, there's no universal agreement on total number of countries. Palestine, um, uh, what's that? In, in, in... <laughs> and there are many examples of so-called sovereign states that are not recognised by the United Nations as countries. Wait, so is the United Nations the ultimate decider of what is or is not a country? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, is is C is the CIR a country? <laughs> what what was that? What was that? What was the country that was it? The CIR that recognised the, the Dominion of Melchizedek. Do you remember that one? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Like, central, here in my car, I'm as safe as can be. Everything's for free when you go to the Central African Republic. Yeah. Uh, it's the Central African Republic is what happens when. None of the colonial powers and none of the African warlords are interested in ruling a region. That's what you end up with. <laughs> it's just it's just your average ANCAP country, Hobbit. Wait, what are you talking about? Li libertarians United. Yeah, it's uh, libertarian right. paradise. Yeah. What are you talking about, Hobbit? <laughs> Who's going to build the roads, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they, they haven't quite got around to that. What yet. roads? <laughs> Who needs to build the roads when you've got ANCAPistan? <laughs> Uh, why is an observer like... state? Can we find out what an observer state is? Observer state. Keep going. I'll look at this. What is? Uh... Oh, so uh, in general, an observer status is a privilege granted by some organisations to non-members to give them an ability to participate in the organisation's activities. So basically, I, extrapolating that, I assume like they're part of the they're they're part of the club, but they're not been paying they're not been paying their dues. I think. Uh, I see. Uh, so, what? So what else does the UNESCO do? Environmental cons conservation organisation. Oh, con a convention against discrimination in education adopted in 1960. Organisation oh. of the International Conference on Adult Education, CONFINTI, in an interval of 12 years. Publication of the Education for All Global Mon Monitoring Report, which the link is dead for in Wikipedia. Why is Congo <laughs> listed twice as a country? There's Congo, <laughs> Republic of the... Congo, Democratic Republic of the... You, you know when you're, you're dealing with... I can't wait until we get renamed the Democratic uh, Monarchy of United Kingdom. <laughs> Doesn't democratic generally mean not democratic at all? The, the, the Democratic People's name, Republic. Name a, country, yeah. name a country with democratic in its name that isn't run, run by a dictator. <laughs> I think it would be like one of those things, like when uh, Twitter starts say this is state-funded media, and then one of them complains saying, "Oh, we only get this many." It's like, uh, yeah, so uh, NPR is forty-one percent state-funded media. They just need to do a thing now, saying like, uh, "This is a democratic republic country." Yeah. See, we are democratic. Look, it's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they we, the we believe in freedom of speech. Look at this yeah. law that says we respect your freedom of speech so long as you don't say anything we disagree with. Uh, so the publication of the Four Pillars of Learning sem seminal document. Uh, UNESCO ASPNet, an international network of 8,000 schools in 170 countries. 
That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound like a. Uh, what's that? Eight thousand schools on Sundays. Yeah, UNESCO. UNESCO does not accredit institutions of higher learning, but if it could, it would. Um, <laughs> UNESCO also discu- also issues public statements to educate the public. I bet it does. But yeah. Uh, so it gave out the the Seville Statement on Violence, which is a statement adopted by UNESCO in 1989 to refute the notion that humans are biologically predispo- predisposed to ah. organised violence. Hmm. So, Wait. so you thought you thought they were just a bit like the National Trust, didn't you? <laughs> until, yeah. you read, until you really get into it, designating ob- projects and places of cultural and scientific significance such as the Global Geoparks Network, uh, Biosphere Reserves, through the programme on Man and the Biosphere. That really doesn't sound creepy at all, does it? Uh, Whenever you say UNESCO, my mind keeps wandering away to Deus Ex. That's UNATCO. That, that comes later. comes <laughs> later. Adam uh, Jensen, is that you? Uh, no, it's J.C. Denton. Fuck Adam Denton. Jensen. Johnny come lately. Yeah. <laughs> As Tactical Joy wisely puts out, you don't need roads when you haven't invented the wheel. The Africans are beyond such trivial concerns. Uh, yeah. We don't need roads where we're going. Um, the City of Literature. So they also might do the City of Literature, even though they only mentioned two years of it. Um 2007, the first one, the first city to be given this title was Edinburgh, uh, the the site of Scotland's first circulating library. What? That's what literally the fuck a library. Does that even mean? That's literally yeah. a library. A circulating library lent books to subscribers was first and foremost a business venture. Oh, okay. So basically, <laughs> it was a library, but they used to charge you for it. <laughs> So it's the worse net, than a library. Netflix of books, is that? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like I don't know. I don't know if any of the audience remember this, but hey, it's but block it's blockbuster. It's blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's blo- it's blo- it's olden olden times blockbuster. <laughs> blockbuster was just be they couldn't they say blockbuster just robbed it from circulating <laughs> libraries. <laughs> Uh, so in 2008, Iowa City, Iowa, obviously, became City of Literature. <laughs> um, so, Endangered Languages and Linguistic Diversity Projects. UNESCO Atlas of the World's Languages in Danger. So that's an online pub- publication that we might have a look at later. Masterpieces of the Oral and Intangible Heritage of Humanity. That just kind of I've oh, I've been listening been watching a few oh. listen to a few podcasts today. Have you heard that fucking god awful song from the new Little Mermaid? No. The one by Aquafina. It's no. just, Oh fucking hell, it's horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. <laughs> Look but but this you are, are quite happy watching things like a man with his intestines on the outside and they're getting rid of some parasite. Or listening what do you to mean something. Some which... fucking parasites. It's the world's supply of fucking parasites. Did you see? Yeah, or, or like, or, or or like the time when. So you know, uh, eighty years ago, they were weaponizing the reference tone, 
uh, at 440 hertz. And now their weaponization has come on 80 years now. And here's something which, when you listen to it, will give you colorectal cancer, even though you're listening to it with your ears. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just not going to listen to something which is going to give me bowel polyps. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm sorry, but the, I've got better things to do in my life than listen to science like this was literally crafted by demons to cause your blood cells to rupture. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to listen to it, bigot? <laughs> Uh, so they also do. Oh, this is an interesting. Oh no, I'll I'll get to that in a sec. Memory of the World Instant International Register. That. Uh, da, 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 say a safe amount to. Okay. Oh, so the UNESCO's Memory of the World program is an is an international initiative launched to safeguard the documentary heritage of humanity against collective amnesia, neglect, decla- decay over time, oh. and climactic conditions, as well as deliberate destruction. Um, so basically we'll look after it for you so you don't have to remember it. Yeah. They also want to do water resources management through the International Hydrological Programme. You don't need to control those waterways. We'll control yeah, those waterways. <laughs> yeah. Did, did, did you know... It's like it's George a... W. Bush by that lake, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's bound to flush your toilets. You shouldn't be drinking one and a half litres of water a day. Yeah. Unless you put Um, Obviously, World Heritage Sites, which I thought was the entirety of UNESCO. No, no. You see these education, these world memory thing. That's going to come in handy when the Great Reset happens, isn't it? Like, you know, everyone's going to forget. And then, you know, they'll just come and tell us, oh, this is what happened. This was the world. Everything was all all great. We know, because we've got it all. You don't need to see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Romans were black. We'll we'll just look after all of this heritage for you guys. Romans were black and, you know, the the Mongolians But but it's all right, guys, because they're putting it online. Because UNESCO run run the World Digital Library. You don't need those real books. You've got the digital library done by UNESCO. Yeah. One thing that I'm a bit, like, curious about, like, you know, this was black and that was black, right? Uh, So, uh, Julius Caesar was black, right? But wasn't he, like, conquer all of Gaul? And as we know, the Gauls are black. Hmm. And Cleopatra, she was black, but the Egyptians practiced slavery. Hmm. And the Egyptians Uh, were black. Uh, Is it a bit like Ghislaine Maxwell, where where they committed slavery to nobody? Ah, yeah, that's it. Is yeah, it, that's it. Ah, the, uh, the slavery was just, in fact, a... Um, it was a metaphor. Ju- it was just a metaphor, Hobbit. It was, it, it was, you know, for impoverished, you know, uh, lower class working ah, class it's people. evil white coloniser lies, yeah. and also the blacks a- invented all the technology, but the white devil stole it all, and that's how we were able to colonise them. Oh, you, you're going to love this bit. Also, UNESCO wants to encourage the free flow of ideas, images, and words. How do they want to do this? Um... Well, they want to promote freedom of expression, including freedom of the press, freedom of information legislation through the through the Division for Freedom of Expression and Media Development, including the International Programme for the Development of Communication. That is one word salad that means absolutely <laughs> fucking nothing, doesn't so, it? So, in other words, the opposite of this yes. is what they want. Yeah. Uh, was it freedom is uh, freedom is slavery, isn't it, or something? Ignorance is is yeah. strength. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, they want to promote the safety of journalists and combat an impunity for those who attack them through coordination of the UN plan of action. I, I assume these are uh, these are accredited and uh, approved journalists. Through the coordination of the UN plan of action for, on the safety of journalists and the issue of impunity. Well, shouldn't Alex Jones have wait, gone to the UN? The UN wait, would have helped Alex yeah. Jones out, wouldn't they? Yeah, wouldn't it have helped, like, Edward Snowden out and yeah. everyone else out? You know, like, you know, yeah. he's, he's journalists, he's... Yeah. You know, what about, uh... Oh, what's his name? They were looking for help in Wikileaks. all the wrong places, weren't they? Wikileaks founder, what's his name again? Oh, I forgot it. Just... Yeah. Julian Assange. Julian Assange. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, Julian Assange. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. You know, I wouldn't have remembered that. UNESCO would have. Right? <laughs> UNESCO would have helped. <laughs> UNESCO was straight there as soon as, as soon, yeah. you know they they protected his freedom of expression, uh, freedom of expression. Or, or what about um, the Project Veritas guy when he got uh, got stitched yeah. up by people in his own organisation? Uh, James <laughs> O'Keefe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Came, you know, on white horse, then, didn't they? Yeah, helped them out. Uh, they also want to promote universal access to and preservation of information and open solutions for sustainable development through the Knowledge Societies Division. This all sounds like stuff out of dystopian science fiction, doesn't it? <laughs> including the Memory of the World Hello? program. Nineteen eighty-four. Yeah, <laughs> is that you? <laughs> like Nineteen eighty-four. Your takes are here. I'm just. <laughs> Hobbit, wouldn't you just love to be part of the Memory of the World program or the Information for All program? But definitely not the Memory Hole program. <laughs> we look collective hey, memory program. We'll be we'll be the Memory of the World program for you. Yes. We, will, we will be the Memory yeah. of the World you need. The, the, funny yeah, exactly. Enough, the, yeah, the, the, the way we want uh, it to be. The memory of the world as we want it to be. That's uh, the Philip K. Dick um, novel, which Total Recall is based, was called "We'll Remember It for You." Wholesale. Yeah, <laughs> which is what the UN, the UNESCO, are going to do for us. I think. Uh, they want. They also want to promote pluralism, gender equality, and cultural diversity in the media. Well, what's more important? Who says the news or the fact that it's correct? Well, which one's more important? Uh, yeah. they, want to, they also want to promote internet universality in its principles, that the internet should be, one, human rights-based, two, open, three, accessible to all, and four, nurtured by multi-stakeholder participation, as summarised by the acronym, this... acronym ROME. And in order to do this, we'll need a digital ID. Oh, look, it's, you've used that word, which yeah. I've been told not to use on this show. Again, uh, yeah, your your digital ID's been revoked. Yeah. You have to sit on the naughty step for three months. And you can't even look at you, pornography. You need, to sit, you need to sit on the naughty step for the rest of your life. Uh, anyway, they want to generate knowledge. You're going straight to carousel. They want to generate knowledge. Yes. They, they don't want to disseminate knowledge. They want to generate knowledge. <laughs> just like the don't fucking language it's like oh look look you're a conspiracy theorist what are you talk you're such a conspiracy <laughs> theorist like we want to generate knowledge like oh yeah that's not that's that's not that's not that's not suspect at yes. all is it 
<laughs> generate knowledge. We want to generate knowledge through publications such as World Trends in Freedom of Expression. Uh, it's back. It's back to that like democracy <laughs> and the dictatorship yeah. thing, isn't it? World Trends oh, in God. Freedom of Expression. So this words mean nothing. It's fucking yeah. <laughs> God, media it's development. It's just meaningless words farted yeah. out of their <laughs> mouth holes. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, you know what they really mean, don't you? That's the thing. The, UNE- <laughs> the UNESCO series on internet freedom. <laughs> we got to look at that. Yeah. We have to look at that. <laughs> oh, internet <God>. freedom. <laughs> and the media development indicators, as well as other indicator-based studies. <sighs> God. Uh, they're also promoting events such as International Decade for the Promotion of a Culture of Peace and Nonviolence for the Children of the World. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. We're not having a year, Hemi. We're having a decade. <laughs> Actually, they only had nine years because it was 2001 to 2010. So they only had nine of those ten years. <laughs> So like, I like do, do you you know if you run an organisation and you think that you have to tell people that that not batter it that that they shouldn't be battering kids like you should look at yourself not the rest of the world. It's <laughs> hey you, not me. Stop abusing those children. It's definitely not me. I'm I'm an elite. We wouldn't do such a thing. The the Philip Schofield UNESCO <laughs> fund for not noncing children anymore. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, world World Press Freedom Day, which is the third of May each year, to promote freedom of expression and freedom of the press as a basic human right. So you should have freedom of expression and the free habit as a basic human right. Yeah. Mm. So does my basic human right freedom expression mean i can say that word which i'm not allowed to <laughs> say word. on youtube anymore or the many words that you can't say on the youtube anymore yeah, not just one what about the many many words that you can't say anymore See, on YouTube? You, you you tell me or uh, in like video games this... or anywhere else you know fucking words <laughs> oh yeah you, you don't you remember the uh what is it the battlefield game remember when he couldn't put in white person anymore you know he couldn't put in white Look, people into battlefield and the the text chat thing it would that's just that's it just freedom white. of expression yeah mate that's that's, that's a basic that's, human right yeah yeah those things yeah that's it's like again again freedom of expression what about alex jones's freedom of expression what about yeah. julian assange's freedom of expression <laughs> Well, I suppose that's why they're unpersoned because UNESCO wouldn't categorise them as people. <laughs> Basic human right, Julian right Assange, has to uh, disseminate facts to, to disseminate facts to people. You only get human rights if you're in the club. Yeah, right. That's it. If you're not uh, in the club, you don't get human rights. What else is there? So, International Literacy Day, International Year. For- International Year for the Culture of Peace. Like, what does the fucking culture of peace mean? <laughs> Sounds like a, hey, just give us money for... Talk about, talk about a circular sticking... definition. You look at the definition, it says, was de- designated by the United Nations as the year 2000 with the aim of celebrating and encouraging a culture of peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How? It's, 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 it comes <laughs> how? Right. How about this one then? Health education for behaviour change program. 
fucking hell. <laughs> Program in part. <laughs> why does the behaviour need to be changed? Well, it, it's why can't you just accept that people's behaviour a certain way? It, to quote Simon Phoenix from Demolition Man, because that's the world we're headed into. You can't take away people's right to be assholes. <laughs> Uh, so, so they did this in partnership with the Ministry of Education of Kenya, which was financially supported by the government of Azerbaijan to, to promote come to Kenya, lions and tigers, uh, Azerbaijan to promote health education among ten to nineteen. Well, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure we can assume we know what health education amongst ten so, to nineteen. Well, hold on. Is. So, so wait, hold on. So, what what stake has Azerbaijan got in Kenya? Kenya's uh, youth. <laughs> Who knows? Does Azerbaijan even have any spare money to be given to Kenya? Is Azerbaijan the one with uh, Astana and, and the World Temple to Peace? That you, you know, the the place which you're forbidden from visiting, and it's got Wait, all these like hold amazing. On. That sounds like an age for human trafficking. Um, hmm. mm. <laughs> I wonder if there's a link there. Uh, it, it's really weird. It's like it's got Astana, and Astana is like one of these places you can't visit. Is and it, I'm talking yeah. like, oh, actually, you can visit. It's like when I say you can't visit Antarctica, and someone says, yeah, yeah well, it's like when you can get a direct flight from. Perth hey, you're free or... to visit there. Just whether you get shot as soon as you get off your boat is another question, isn't it? Yeah. Or if your boat gets sunk on the way there. So Azerbaijan, officially the Republic of Azerbaijan, is a transcontinental country. Republic. <laughs> yeah, is a transcontinental country located at the boundary of Eastern Europe and Western Asia. But transcontinental does that mean it identifies as an archipelago? Then yeah, it's part of the South Caucasus region and is bounded by to the Caspian Sea to the east, Russia to the north, and Georgia to the north. So it's a bit of leftover territory. Yeah. Is it basically the CAR of Central Asia? Well, it's, it's kind the of Central like Asian the, Republic. It's it's like it's like the squeak on the on a pig. It's the only bit you don't eat. I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I got that reference. Uh, in Brazil, partnership with Red. What's that? So the no, that's boring. Literally, culture of peace. Azerbaijan. So. <laughs> They're, they're also founding and funding projects such as Migrations Museums Initiative, promoting the establishment of museums for cultural dialogue with migrant populations. Um, um, so, the, so you got the UNESCO... No, no idea. Just because. <laughs> um, the UNESCO... Here's the museum! Do you want to go to the migrant museum? What's yeah. it about? Well, it's it's when a load of people moved here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Who didn't? Because they were always here. Uh, the UNESCO, <laughs> the UNESCO, UNESCO CPs, which is the European Centre for Higher Education. European Centre? No. Centre? No. Wait, that wait, no. Those migrant museums are basically yeah. You just go to the migrant museum and just learn about how great all these migrants are. Coming here, yeah. being your doctors and engineers, and yeah, absolutely. That's we need one of those. In fact, we need one in every city. So anyway, the the the, the European Centre for Higher Education was established in 1972 in Bucharest, Romania. Wasn't that like a dictatorship at the time? I'm, I'm not really good at big on you, you Romanian. Uh, oh, um, we have a. Why don't you Bucharest in Bucharest? Oh yeah, Bucharest. Um. So, da, da, da. 
as a decentralised office to promote international cooperation in higher education in Europe as well as Canada, USA and Israel. You know, Romania, the gateway to the <laughs> gateway to Canada, U- USA and Israel. Obviously, what? just like... What? Why? <laughs> just, why? None of this stuff doesn't make sense. It was that, this moment. I mean, it was, was Romania even in Europe in 1972? Dream. I don't think it was even part of Europe in 1972. Long. Oh, I know what we do. We need we need to speak to Canadians, Yanks and Yanks and people from Israel. Where should we put the office? Oh, we'll just bang it in Romania. Is it one of those things like, "Come, we got to throw the Romanians a bone"? Yeah, they've, they've got to get on the gravy train. Ah, you might like this one, Hobbit. They do the Free Software Directory. Since since 1998, UNESCO and the Free Software Foundation have jointly funded this project, cataloging free software. Ah, yes. The, which um, uh, I'm not allowed to talk about free software and those that are maintaining it. Oh, do you know? Um, it was uh, founded by, by way, Richard Stallman. Uh, do you know who Richard Stallman is? Yes, I know Richard. Oh, go on then. Go on then. Give us, give us the TLDR on Richard Stallman then, because I don't know. Imagine an older, competent version of Chris Chan. Yeah, who's like, actually, (laughs) Linux is not free, and it should be called GNU slash Linux. He's literally doing the Sony Tube bit in Linux. Like, I like, I like your. Yeah, I'm just going to incorporate Linux into my Quickville and just recompile it as GNU Linux now. He just goes. He just goes around with like a, a, a penguin, uh, GNU, uh, uh, the little red imp thing, a medallion walking around, and people just talk about how he's got awful bo, and uh, he, he's he, he's looking for a, a Windows free computer to install. The, the, like, no, actually, I'm not even joking about that bit, right? There's this custom laptop he's got, which is not even x86, because he's like, no, I need it to be like completely open source, completely freeware. The hardware can't be x86 because Intel uses proprietary stuff. Are you sure so, you're not getting any mixed up with Brutus? <laughs> so Brutus wishes he was half of the, the grand grand wizard KKK, Chris Chan, Richard Stallman, but Richard Stallman is. So anyway, yeah, his laptop got nicked in an airport once, and it was like, I don't even know what the what the hacker could do with it. It's not as if you could go on Facebook with it, or probably MySpace at the time. Uh, but yeah, Richard Stallman could go fuck himself, uh, or he could he, no him and and um, and Christian need to go to, to the same halfway home together. That's all I'll say on that. <laughs> Is that all? Up here? Uh, also, I think he's a dick, and uh, GNU sucks ass. And uh, I-, I wish I wish he would just do pseudo slash RM star dot star himself. Oh, you're gonna love some of this stuff later on, Hobbit. Uh, they also fund Fresh, which is focusing resources on effective school health. Yay! Well, I thought that was the thing where they send you like food in the post and you cook fresh. it. That's, that's yeah. Eat Fresh. Hello Fresh. Hello Fresh. Is it? Hello Eat Fresh. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, about Oana, which is the organisation of Asia Pacific news agencies. <laughs> oh, speaking <laughs> of is, which, uh, they've also got our enemy on a, a bit. The, the International Council of Science. 
Oh, uh, oh. headed by Professor Brian Cox. Uh, I would just like um, the, the the people that listen to the show where they they care about this stuff. I have like perpetrated the downfall of the West uh, a few weeks ago. I delivered a pallet full of Filipino World, the UK's number one Filipino newspaper. So um, everyone got. Uh, that week's edition of Filipino World, thanks to my efforts of driving a lorry. So, oh my god, have you boxed? Open the Wikipedia and have a look at UNESCO the the thumbnail associated with that UNESCO Goodwill Ambassadors, because those two don't look even human. They look like they might have been made oh, by oh, Chat GPT. Um, is this still on uh, Wikipedia? Or is yeah, like Goodwill. Oh, UNESCO Goodwill Ambassador. Yeah, because isn't like uh, UNESCO yeah, you look at them part too. of them Look WEF. at them too. Look, one of, they, they look like they're created by AI. <laughs> where? Bad. Where is, well, where Chat is GPT this? made them. Just so, like, just hover over it. Yeah, and, and the thumbnail yeah, pops up. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at it. You know, in Deus Ex, they had this thing called. Um, uh, they're talking about how, like, J.C. Dent and the others like that, they came from these clone vats. I suspect in the deep underground military bases, they, they are just, like, cloning the WEF young leaders of tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll put this image up because uh, everybody should see this image. Yeah. Uh, like they literally look that that's like the worst chat chat gbt give me two average people from the un <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what why are they holding the what the foundation of zari something khalifa is it oh don't let's have a look Mm. Professor, who's someone? Oh, it's Professor. Is it Professor? Zoom in. Uh, oh, Tactical Droid. I did do a Let's Play of Deus Ex, but I never got around to completing it because I got I got lost in Area Fifty One. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Oh no, that's just him. Is it? Yeah, that's him being designated uh, Goodwill Ambassador. Oh, okay. Is what that is. Hello, Yay. my name is Ursula van der Leyen. I am a real human being, and I <laughs> say cancel all the heating supplies for Europe in 2023. Ah, 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 ah. Just in case you were worried, they are going to save our curries because ASOMPS, which is the Asian Symposium on Medi Medicinal Plants and Spices, a series of scientific conferences held in Asia. So don't worry, Tiger Balm will be around forever. Well, well gi ginger's got to be recognised as a medicinal plant. I mean, it's it's good UNESCO for you. UNESCO World Heritage Site coming soon. Mm. Fucking curry house. Yeah. You, 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 UNESCO uh, recognised ginger. <laughs> uh, you, you just have a UNESCO badge on any bit of ginger and it'll cost like £50 for a little number. And there's also, there. welcome to the world of tomorrow with... Botany 2000. Let's all meet up in the year 2000. <laughs> Won't it be strange when we're all fully grown? In a vat. <laughs> I'm going to ruin my career by beating up Michael Jackson. Is this, uh, is this the Fallout Boy song, like Year 3000? No, uh, no, uh, it's uh, Jarvis Cocker. Yeah, Pulp. It's yeah. The, miss, Mr. Disco I'm going to run it. Michael Jackson uh, in the the uh, the music show, 
and try and assault him whilst he's being lifted up on the platform. To with be all fair, the he did try and assault him. He bent, he bent over and smacked his ass, smacked his own <laughs> ass, didn't he? Oh, okay. Are I, you I just, get, are I, you getting confused with Chumbawamba who threw a bucket of bucket of ice water over two Jags Prescott? No. So there's this Michael Jackson, and he's been lifted up on the platform. It's the yeah. doing the Earth song, yeah. And Jarvis Cocker, no, Jarvis in the Cocker audience. just went went up on stage. He bent over, but put his ass to the crowd, and then smacked his own ass. That's what he did. I thought he tried to run up to Michael Jackson, and then he stumbled because he was drunk or something. Oh no! But I, and then I, two I, two I jags know. two jags had the uh, had the. Uh, Ice water thrown over him by Chumbawamba. I like it when he when someone threw an egg at him and he he did a proper like left hook. That's why I got respect for uh, for um, two Jags because like yeah. it's like uh, he, he's not just he's you could tell he was a proper like proper old school lefty tour uh, tourist yeah. lefty uh, labor because it's like that that guy was working down to pit yeah. well actually he wasn't working down to pit he was working in to cruise ship he, pro- he probably pre- he probably pretended he worked down to pit because he was probably a union rep weren't he which spent all of his time above ground doing fuck all mm. uh, so there was botany 2000 which is a program supporting taxonomy and biological and cultural diversity of medicinal and ornamental plants and their protection against environmental pollution. Dun, dun, dun. There's a lot of um, plant stuff, isn't there? Us us plebs have to take the drugs, but but UNESCO seems to be looking uh, looking, looking at uh, kind of like homeopathic almost medicine, aren't they? Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, Jarvis Cocker, 1996 Brit Awards, Michael Jackson. Yeah. And uh, so what, what's he What's he doing? Oh, this is a news report. No, I just want the actual like, uh, thing. Skip to highlight. And Jarvis Cocker's on the stage, and he gets into the platform. No, is that Michael Jackson on there? No. Where is, where is Jarvis Cocker? So that's Michael Jackson's on the platform. And he's doing his thing. Where's Jarvis Cocker? Jarvis Cocker's on the stage. He's standing there. He's looking up at Michael Jackson in the thing. So he didn't get there in time to clock him on. Yeah. Oh, and he... he, Right, so he doesn't pull his trousers down. He just sort of, like, puts his hands on his ass and and waves towards the audience. Yeah. That's good. Actually, that's that's less uh, what than I thought it was. I'll just put the thing in there. Uh, The highlighted moment... um, is uh you, you can go and watch it now but i suggest you don't yeah stop um, that hobbit do you remember i had to tell you alf about that before like we just uh, we just come in the chat and go hey everybody go and look at these other channels they're more interesting than what we're doing four minutes and 40 seconds <laughs> i don't think i said that but yeah I, well I, I did say <laughs> I, I did say hey guys you <laughs> go watch this video now <laughs> go watch this video we'll wait <laughs> You come back and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so also uh, after Botany 2000, there was the UNESCO collection of representative works, translating the works of world literature both to and from multiple languages from 1948 to 2005. So they've stopped doing that now. So you won't get you won't get uh, Fifty Shades of Grey in um, the original Japanese. Oh, uh, that's terrible. 
There's also Go UNESCO, an, an umbrella of initiatives to make heritage fun, supported by New, new UNESCO, New Delhi Office. Hello, welcome to UNESCO New Delhi office. How may yeah. be helping you, please? First, you'll need to buy some Apple uh, gift cards to not redeem, sir. You've also got UNESCO Chick Burp. Honestly, that's what it looks like. Chick Burp? <laughs> yeah, you've got the UNESCO Chick Group, which is in China, and the Biosphere Biosphere Rural Urbanization Program, which is like Brup, not Burp. <laughs> Brup, 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 brup. Oh God! It's the UNESCO transparency port. So the UNESCO transparency portal, which you know, it's all above board because look, we've used the word yeah. transparency in it, has been designed uh, to we, enable. We've, uh, on, we've investigated ourselves and found that we are transparent. <laughs> we're great. <Yep. laughs> we're fantastic. The BBC um, have verified themselves and found yeah. that they're up to. Yeah. Hey, look. Yeah. Hey, look. On BBC, look. I proved this is right because I found a BBC article. Look. <laughs> yep. And if you don't like it, then then you're with Al Qaeda. Oh no, we're not saying that anymore. If you don't That's like so it, called then... Dash. Do you remember, do you remember yeah. so called Dash? That was uh, that was so cringe. It was unreal. So called Dash was. The no, artist. Do you the not remember that? When, when... Al... Not as formerly known as Al Qaeda. <laughs> no, uh, ISIS, isn't it? So-called Dash. No, we don't. It's not ISIS yeah, but... anymore. It's Islamic State, in it, or is no, no, that it's... Oh fuck! What was it? What was it? Um, uh, Barack Obama used to call it something weird as well, didn't he? He called it ISIL. my boyfriends. He called it ISIL. ISIL. He used to call it ISIL, that was it. didn't he? It was ISIL as well, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> ISIL, so-called ISIS, ISIS. I saw the fo- the band formerly known as ISIS. The artist formerly known as Al Qaeda. So the UNESCO transparency portal, portal, which is absolutely transparent, regard which is which gives the public access into to information regarding the organisation's activities, such as <laughs> its aggregate. Oh, budget, okay, do you? Yeah, its aggregate budget for a bi- biennium. So they've just made up periods, so you don't even know what they're talking about. (laughs) They've just made up periods of time now. In this biennium, what is biennium like? What the fuck is a biennium? Good question. Moving on. 200 years? What is a biennium? I I just assume that it's half a century, isn't it? Wait, a millennium? Half a millennium. Yeah, a biennium. I would thought that would be two, right? So it's every 200 years. It's either two or half, because by means a period of two within (laughs) something, or it means two of. I'm never quite sure which. Right, let's see what a biennium is. (laughs) Biennium. Oh, it's a period of two years. Oh. So it's not like the Robbie Williams song, biennium. Biennium. Da, 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 da. You would have thought by and ennium would be like millennium, yeah, millennium, right? So it's biennium. Um, okay. So, but but why invent these words? I don't know. As well as links to re- relevant program program pro- programmatic and financial documents. Fucking hell! This whoever five dollar words. These two distinct sets of information are published on the IATI registry, which is, let's have a look, the International Aid Transparency Initiative. 
uh, respectively, respectively based on IAT activity standard and the IAT organisation standard. Yes. Uh, so there have been proposals totally to establish... UNESCO haven't got enough lists, so they want to establish two more. So the first proposed list will fo focus on movable Is this culture. like... Right, so, okay. Now, you, your work, right, without doxing what you do, yeah. you have to go places and do things with your hands, yeah. and then you've got to, like, make thing machines yeah. work, and then when you get round to it, you've got paperwork to do. Yeah. So these people don't have anything but paperwork to do. It's like, <laughs> how do I justify my position? I know. I'll make another list. We'll look Nobody's after, told me off we'll look after more things. Literally, it's like take paper out of tray, put paper in new tray. There, job complete. <laughs> oh, I heard so the other day, which just hey, look, thought, we're, look, uh, we're pretending we're looking after all these sites. Why don't we just pretend we're going to look after more stuff like artifacts, <laughs> paintings, and biofacts? The lit. What the bio fuck is a biofact? Um, <laughs> is that like a yo oh. play yogurt with perfidious cultures in it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, actually, speaking of which, I, I had some kefir today, but it was like proper stuff and not just like baby's first kefir, so it was unsweetened. And literally when I poured it out, it was just like, wow, that's like gone off milk. And then I drank it, it was like, wow, that tastes oh, like gone God. off milk. Right, a biofact... <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can probably reword this into something else. In archaeology, feedback. In archaeology, a biofact or an or an eco fact is any organic material, including flora or fauna material, found at an archaeological site that has not Captain been planet that has not been technologically altered by humans yet still has a cultural relevance. So if they, if, they find a, so if they find a flower, but it hasn't got... down to zero. So if they plant, but it hasn't got like an exoskeleton on it that, that, that's got big shooty guns, then I think that's what a biofact is. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so it's like an artefact, but not really. It's like, a, it's like an artefact, but it's a plant. I think that's probably the easiest. What's the way. difference between a biofact and an artichoke then? Yeah, yeah, but it has to not been touched by like hum humans or something. Not right? technologically what? altered. What does that even they... mean? <laughs> but if you take a photograph of it with a digital yes. camera, now it yes. has been digitally I'm, altered. I'm going down to the archaeology jig to dig yeah. out this uh, this plant that's been technologically altered today. You know, yeah. fucking. Yes, this 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 is supposedly a hundred thousand years old. Did you know that? Yes, not been ten. Tactical droid said foundations of what is this? What are academic agents' new courses they're presenting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a load of bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's the biggest. Well, it's the what? biggest scam in in. History, I think. What a pile of wank! And how come we got to pay money to this bullshit? That's oh, and the, 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 how do they get, get money? That's this is the real question. Is how? By do the they way, get... uh, um, no. Susan Wojcicki would like me to remind you that the Great Replacement theory is a conspiracy theory, and uh, the UN totally haven't made a law which all member states are now signatories of saying that yeah. you must have. And that's and that's why UNESCO history. aren't insisting that you have uh, migration museums in every country. Yeah. 
You know, you know how they make the money. They, uh, you see, you see all these uh, the Kenyan youth who uh, suddenly get uh, plane tickets to Azerbaijan. I just go. You know? They just go. That's a that's a nice. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 a nice, that's a nice sculpture of David you got there. It'd be a shame if something happened to and it. They disappear and never never seen from again. You know, that's how they make their money. It'd be a shame. It's, it's, it's it'd, be, it'd be a shame if the Smithsonian come and took it, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's the. Um, I was going to say child trafficking can't be that profitable, can it? <laughs> Okay. So Next UNESCO stop, <laughs> disappeared. This, this sounds something like a, like a like a politician would say after being caught banging their secretary. UNESCO <laughs> has official relations with thirty two international non governmental organisations. Um, Most of these, look, look, this that, is this is where it sounds like a, an MP caught banging his missus. Most of these are what UNESCO calls operational, and a, a select few are formal. I never had sex with that woman. Uh, yes, I knew him before the age of consent, and uh, we just had production meetings about him coming on the yeah. the set of uh, of the show Good that's morning. on. Yeah, that's it, and that's not alleged anymore because it's we're allowed to say that, aren't we? No, just it's still alleged. It's always alleged. Oh, okay, allegedly. Uh, the highest Allegedly. Form, the, it's conspiracy theory. Uh, the highest yes. form of affiliation to UNESCO is formal associates. <laughs> so, <Ooh. laughs> so, sounds ominous. So, what are these? Oh, I can't. I'm not reading these. Um, whose pigs are these? Whose pigs are these? The they International are John Potts Police Association. The, the International Police Association. The International Association of... Uh, never mind, look elsewhere. <laughs> the International Police Association is a non-governmental organisation for members of the, po the police oh, yeah, force. yeah, yeah. Totally they're non-governmental. Where their active wink, duty or wink. retired. The, in the International oh. Association of Murdering Jean-Charles de Basically, Menezes. Basically, it's like International Council or International Federation of X thing. <laughs> it's International Rescue. Except oh, they you. oh look! Oh look! UNESCO have the World Association of Newspapers. Y yes, <laughs> all that's fit to publish because they're really interested in free speech. I was, I was about to get excited then because I thought it was Un Un Union of International Assassins, but it's not. It's the Un <laughs> Union of International Associations. Well, they probably don't call themselves assassins. They'll probably use like some sort of term like mechanic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Technician. International Council on Archives. I mean, it really does sound Cleaner. like they're trying to like have a one set of facts, aren't they? There's also the World Federation of UNESCO Club Centres and Associations. Isn't that just UNESCO? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, don't yeah, mind. I too can make up fancy <laughs> bullshit terms to someone important than what I am. Just, here you go, mate. Uh, yes, we, we do stuff here. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, we, we do, do stuff, stuff here. Yeah, we do stuff. We don't just take, we don't just take money for fuck all. You know, we do stuff. Yeah, we're we're, we're making your your money go far. It's like well, no one's questioning that. It's just yeah. like, what are you doing with our money? It's going far. It's going all the way to your Romania when when they're supposed to be talking to people in America. It, it's going to just the Maxwell's yeah. procurement lists for the children Helping she those, trafficked to nobody. Kenyan children yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I can't say she didn't traffic children to anybody. I just I, I can't say she trafficked them to anybody. Can I? She was convinced of trafficking children to no one. 
Well, you'll be you'll be happy to know that fourteenth of January right. is World Logic Day. <laughs> I don't know why UNESCO uh, would have World Logic Day. <laughs> it, it, the World Logic of what? The World Women's Logic Day? Because I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this. <laughs> oh dear. World Logic Day is an international day proclaimed by UNESCO in association with the International Council for Philosophy and Human Sciences. For fuck's sake, what do these people do? What do they do on a daily day? On a day on the daily, pick up paper, move to new tray. Yeah, <laughs> my job is done. <laughs> Good she job. Uh, oh dear. International Mother Language Day. I'm just picking out some of them. <laughs> Mother language. International Francophonie Day. Francophone is French speakers. World World Water Day. World Water Day. Just in case you forget about water. Don't forget to drink. Just in case. Did you forget about water? Just remind yourself on twenty second of March. International Jazz Day. Oh my god, you know what? I can tell you right, okay, stop, 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 right. What's happening here is right, so you got you got like some some bloke and his housewife is in this committee and she doesn't have to do anything and they're like, Oh hubby, look what I did at work today. I've made International Jazz Day. Oh, that's very good, dear. What's for dinner? Oh, but is it, my work's important. I work for you then. Yes, that's lovely, dear. Anyway, what we're having for dinner? How about uh, this? Is, this is Brutus's worst nightmare. World Book and Copyright Day. <laughs> oh, oh, evil copyright. Oh, oh fuck! We've oh fuck! We've missed we've missed the International Day of Light, which was the sixteenth of May. Oh no! Oh. Oh, how can we forget, how can we miss that? Oh, we look at fifth of June coming up. World Environment Day. Oh, thank God. Uh, 8th, of June, 8th of June is World Oceans Day, in case you forget about World Oceans. <laughs> When's World Anal Fisting Monkeypox Day? <laughs> You're looking to... How about the 7th of July, which is... Which is Kiswahili Language Kiswahili Language Day, like a language that no one's ever heard of. A, a language which totally wasn't just made up by anthropologists. It's uh, a real language, guys, honest. 26th of July, if we're on, we're going to commemorate the International Day for the Conservation of the Mangrove Ecosystem. <laughs> Literally just make, the Make Work Initiative. It is upper-class <laughs> welfare. What about, what about the 9th of September, Hobbit, which is International Day to Protect Education from Attack? <laughs> <laughs> You know when, like, there was those TikTok videos of, oh, here's what my life in a social media job where I get, like, a six-figure salary. And it's like, here's me eating cereal five minutes later. Here's me eating avocado toast five minutes later. Here's me getting a massage. <laughs> how about, how about just, 27th of October, which is the World Day for Audiovisual Heritage? That's what this shit is. It's yeah. literally like, oh, okay, we need <laughs> to do five minutes of justifying what we're Every doing. Every day has to be a something day, right? Or the, yeah, or the International just... Day to end impunity for crimes against justice. Do you know what this is, right? So, so these these women, and by the way, the we're the impressed. men, the, the 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 men which are in this too, your women as well. So don't worry. The women that are doing this, they, they like. When they went to school and it was like uh, non-uniform day or or it was uh, school sports day and they thought, oh, isn't it really great? What if every day could have a theme? 
Yeah. There's, there's a day what? for engineers. It's well, International Day for Tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the tolerance, that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in tolerances. How about World Olive, Olive Tree Day, which is the 26th of November? Is that the day when Israeli bulldozers uh, push down 2,000-year-old olive trees in their own territory because Palestine doesn't exist, that Israel has a right to exist? <laughs> Yeah, the Balfour, but the Balfour Declaration didn't say, you know, don't fucking, don't, don't fuck with the Arabs. Uh, Kenny Smith Homeland is one of the moderators. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Why did you give him a spanner? I think, I think we know who it is. Oh, you're not, you're not telling me it's the man of a million Sims. Yeah, it's the man of a million Sims. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Lawton was the man of a million faces, and, uh, and a certain yeah. person is the man of a million Sims. <laughs> if we could get this certain individual into the UNESCO program, he would have a great time. Then. Did you, did you guess... know? Did you know, <laughs> Hobbit, that there have been eleven director generals of UNESCO since its inception? Wow, oh, and the first one, Hobbit. I think you may have mentioned him before. A certain Julian Huxley. I'm trying to do the Price is Right theme tune, but I don't actually know how it goes. Uh, I, I can't remember because it's been so. <laughs> I, I think you're sounding more like Silent of the Century. Well, either way, you know, it's, it, it, I'm thinking the American version of the Price is Right. Like, um, not the Bruce Forsyth version. Yeah. Unmoderate me immediately or I will leak your data. Oh, he's got dossiers. Yeah, he's got dossiers. He's got the dossiers. <laughs> okay, now. Right. <laughs> right, so uh, I think we... Unmoderate him or the swan will get it. The swan will get it. We know it is now. Right. We, 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 right, we laid out what UNESCO do on a daily basis. Have we? By looks of Have we? <laughs> <laughs> well, they do everything. <laughs> They're like a Swiss Army knife. They do everything. Just, um, the word the word mission creep. I think it's actually part of their mission, isn't it? So, in in a bygone, that, if you want to see a small scale version of the UNESCO Women's Committee for Busybodies, just go to your local church bake sale. That's 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 who you're dealing with, right? The women going like, oh, we've got this great idea to make the world better. Let's have an international day of water. Oh, yes, that sounds really good. Let's, oh, and Miss Miffins will wear, she'll bake some of her famous flapjacks. Oh, yes, they, we raised £3.50 last time we did that. Oh, very good. That's what it is. Do you want to know, know about UNESCO's con controversies? Oh, oh yes. No, there's yes. no such thing as a UNESCO <laughs> controversy. What, Wikipedia the says there is? Well, oh. the only controversy is there is that not everybody accepts the great work they do. <laughs> we we here at Fourteen Words love our UNESCO and just don't think people lord their yeah. their UNESCO their for tech. The thing oh, is, oh, UNESCO. So this is good. these are quite good. New World Information UNESCO... and Communication Order. The UNESCO has been the centre of con controversy in the past, particularly in its relationships with the United States, United Kingdom, Singapore, and the former so the so-called Soviet Union. Uh, during the seventies yes, and eighties, UNESCO are so busy working hard they don't get the time to extol the virtues of UNESCO. <laughs> so the 
so the not creepy at all new world information and communication order and it's the new new world order is nothing it doesn't exist yeah and and it's mcbride report calling for democratization of the media and more egalitarian access to information was condemned in these countries as attempts to curb freedom of the press UNESCO was perceived as a platform for communists and third world dictators to attack the West. What's new, eh? Uh, in contrast to the accusations made by the U- USSR in the late 40s and 50s, in 1984, the United States withheld its contributions and withdrew from the co- organisation in protest, followed by the United Kingdom in 1985. Singapore withdrew, also at the end of 1985, citing rising membership fees. Foreign, following a change of government in 1997, the UK rejoined. Uh, the oh, States... hey, yeah. hey, Tony. Yeah. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. Nice country. all those museums. Yeah, that's why they wouldn't have any of those museums before 1997. Then uh, United States, oh. the United oh. States rejoined in 2003, followed by Singapore on October 8th of October 2007. Uh, anyway, discuss if oh. you want. <laughs> I mean, what's there to say? Oh, it's just... I mean, it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my, my my God, Margaret Thatcher and John Major were ever so slightly marginally based, and. <laughs> And then Tony Blair's like, right, time to put a stop to this. By the way, <laughs> Fabian Socialist Tony Blair? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose the Fabian the, the Society. The Fabian Society. Well, the, I mean, look, Gate Program, Common Purpose, UNESCO, Fabian Society, Tavistock, they're all intertwi- intertwined. And the speaking thing of, is, that the Fabian. Speaking, uh, speaking of UNESCO being a perceived platform for communists and third world dictators, <laughs> United Kingdom rejoined in 1997. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it seems like yeah. Tony Blair said challenge accepted. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, this is this is the more difficult controversy. Oh yeah, uh, uh, I don't know. It's it, this one's just going to be full of anti-Semitism and uh, anti-Semitic canards <laughs> because oh, 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 Israel and Palestine is quite quite the chunk. Of, oh, of controversy. So what Israel... do you mean? They they go on white. I mean, if there's anything that they've taught me, it's like diversity is our strength. And who can say anything about Israel apart from the fact that it's a very diverse state? We're that's why less but... diverse by the day. Well, that's why it's getting so well because they got a great diversity. I mean, think of the food they got: falafel, they got shawarma, they got kebab. And they've got kefilter fish. What more do you need? Did so, you know in Israel, uh, <laughs> those foodstuffs increase every year by eaten by uh, you know the the Jewish community? What? But no. unfortunately, it's also going down in the Palestinian community for some reason. It's boggles yeah. the mind. Uh, that just sounds like an anti-Semitic canard to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I quite like Peking duck. <laughs> so. Uh, uh... So in twenty ten in twenty ten Israel designated the Cave of the Patriarchs, Heb- Hebron and Rachel's tomb, Bethlehem as no- national heritage sites and announced restoration work, prompting criticism from the Obama administration and protests from the Palestinians. In October twenty ten, UNESCO's executive board voted to de- declare the sites as Al Ha Al Haram Al Ihrabimi, which was the tomb of the patriarchs, and 
Bilal bin Rabba Mosque, which is Rachel's um, Rachel's tomb, and stated that they were an integral part of the occupied Palestinian ter- ter- territories. And any uni- unilateral Israeli action was a violation of international law. UNESCO described the sites as significant to the people of Muslim, Christian and Jewish traditions and accused Israel of highlighting only the Jewish character of their sites. <gasps> oh, that's just an anti-Semitic canard. Yeah. Israel, in turn, accused, <laughs> accused UNESCO of detaching the nation of Israel from its heritage. Um, Wait, can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> and accused it of being politically motivated. The the rabbi of the Western Hall said that Rachel's tomb had not previously been declared a holy Muslim site. <laughs> just, just we got dibs on it. it. We got dibs, dibs, dibs. You want to touch it? Yeah. <laughs> Tag. You're it. <laughs> Israel partially suspended Bag-Z. ties with UNESCO. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Israeli Deputy Foreign Minister Danny Ayalon uh, declared that the resolution was part of a part of Palestinian escalation. Oh God, he's going to fire some white phosphorus in there. Um, Zevlin Orlev, chairman of the Knesset Education and Culture Committee, referred to the resolutions as an attempt to undermine the mission mission of UNESCO as a scientific and cultural organisation that promotes cooperation through the world. I don't want to be that guy, but um, Israel. <laughs> but back to the top. Israel was admitted to UNESCO in 1949, one year after its creation. Um, I don't think there's a whole heap of Jewish <laughs> Jewish heritage in that area, is there? Uh, <clears throat> on the 28th of June 2011, UNESCO's World Heritage Committee, at Georgian's instance, censured Israel's decision to demolish and rebuild the Mugrabi Gate Bridge in Jerusalem for safety reasons. Uh, Israel stated that Jordan had signed an agreement with Israel stipulating that the existing bridge must be dismantled for safety reasons. Jordan disputed the agreement, saying that it was only signed under US pressure. Israel, why why would the US be pressuring them? Why would they do that? To go along with Israel. Weird. Hmm. Um, Israel was... uh, Jordan. Well, I, I don't after know what the USS about. Liberty was sunk, they were just like, "Yeah, we we need to do more for Israel." Yeah, Israel was also <laughs> unable to address the UNESCO committee over objections from Egypt. Uh, well, you know, if you can't say something nice about a country, don't say anything at all. Am I right? Um, in January the twenty, so, go on then, Hobbit. I was going to say that's it. Um, in January 2014, days before... I've told you this goes on a bit, didn't I? Um, in January 2014, days before it was scheduled to open, UNESCO Director General Irina Bukova indefinitely postponed and effectively cancelled an exhibit created by the Simon Wiesenthal Centre entitled The People, The Book, The Land. The 3,500-year relationship between the Jewish people and the land of Israel. Did they just yeah, have a bit want- of time off until 1948? Yeah. Then? Yeah, I think it was majority Arab until like, 1933 or something. Like you saying it goes on a bit is you trying to belittle the accomplishments of UNESCO. <laughs> Poor old UNESCO, just a barrage from Israel constantly, isn't it? Yeah. The event was scheduled to run from the 21st of January through through the 30th of I hate through. Don't you, Hobbit? That's a, that's an Americanism, isn't it? through yeah it's yeah. you know run from the 21st of january to the t- to the 
30th of January is how it should read, but they, but it's 21 okay. January through 30 January. No, that's wrong. Yeah. Bukova cancelled the event after representatives of the Arab states at UNESCO argued this, dis- this display would harm the peace process. Yeah, how's that peace process going? <laughs> it's just... It's fine. It's, it's going well. It's going well, guys. It's nearly there. Uh, the what author... are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> yeah. The author of the exhibition, Pre- Professor Robert Wistrich of the Hebrew University's Vidal Sassoon International Study for the Study of Anti-Semitism. I was going to say, that university is head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, called the cancellation oh, just of an appalling heritage site for the gayest city in the world, Tel Aviv. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, they called the cancellation an appalling act and char- char- characterised Bokova's decision as an arbitrary act of total cynicism and really contempt for the Jewish people and its history and it's anti-Semitic and literally Hitler and uh, it's like another Holocaust, I should imagine as well. UNESCO amended the decision to cancel the exhibit within the year and it quickly achieved popularity and it was viewed as a great success. Okay. (laughs) On the 1st of January 2019, Israel formally left UNESCO in pursuance of the US withdrawal over the perceived continuous anti-Israel bias. Oh, occupied Palestine, and then I've got about the same again about it, about Palestine. I'm not doing it. I'm not but doing again, it. Again, you, you're just, just like, denying Israel has a right to it the exist. Fucking, this, the fucking this push me. The, I'll put it this way: the fucking push me pull you of the Israel-Palestine conflict. Like, oh Jesus Christ! It's like, yeah, yeah. You just want to like. Here's a room. Right. Yeah. Just like, here until you fucking both of you go in there, and we'll just yeah. we'll just sort it out with the winner. It's like that's yeah. Just wall it off. We just need to we just need to like form a gang of countries around the edge. You know, like the Simpsons meme. I just <laughs> let them, I just let them punch it out. You've uh, got to tie their wrists together so they can't run away from one another. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Occupy Occupy Palestine resolution. Well, it wasn't resolution. I'm not reading all that. Uh, Palestine. In February 2011, an article was published in a Palestinian youth magazine in which a teenage girl described one of her four role models as Adolf Hitler. (laughs) A 2011 UNESCO, which partly funded the magazine, condemned the material (laughs) subsequently with group support. Uh, Palestine. uh, UNESCO is literally Hitler. Oh, God. In 2012, UNESCO decided to ab- establish a chair at the Islamic University of Wait, Gaza. What, ha- what happened about whoa, whoa, whoa? What happened about the freedom of the press and j- <laughs> journalism? And- <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I thought. Just, they mentioned Hitler. All bets are off. Um, in the field of astronomy and astrophysics and space sciences. Fueling controversy and criticism, Israel bombed the school in 2008, <laughs> stating they developed and stored weapons there, which Israel restated, which re- Israel restated in criticising UNESCO's move. Jesus fuck. Uh, I've just, I've just had a, a text message from my uh, tooth uh, implant from Susan Majuki saying, shut it down. <laughs> Israel has a right to exist. 
I can't believe uh, UNESCO would be such an anti-Semitic organization. Yeah, we we have we have to we have to USS Liberty the UNESCO. <laughs> the, the head Cameline Schaff defended UNESCO, saying the Islamic University is a purely academic university that is interested only in education and its development. Israeli ambassador to UNESCO, Nimrod Barkan. I love Nimrod. What a Nimrod. What a fucking Nimrod. Uh, Isn't that like a fucking dork or something? Isn't that... that, It's like an ironic thing, isn't it? No, Nimrod's a Babylonian name. Hmm. Is it? (laughs) Yeah, Nimrod is, yeah. Uh, Literally, I've just looked at it. He looks like a clone of Ariel Sharon. Literally. (laughs) I know. What's the last? Oh fuck! BB. Clone army. Literally looks like a clone of BB. It's just surreal. <laughs> Plan to submit a letter. Remember letter that graphic from... with the with the bomb in it? It's yeah. like, this is how close the line is to make a nuclear weapon. I am. They made they made now. round bomb with with light fu- with <laughs> with light fuse. Jeremy, it was um, like a cartoon bomb, weren't it? With a fucking fuse out the top and everything. I must admit, it, um, I'm not sure if he's still got a Twitter account, but yeah, Netanyahu, his son, had some pretty spicy tweets. <laughs> Let me just, um, I mean, the common, I'm going to say this is UNESCO related because we're, we're coming to the last uh, half hour, you know, we're, we're, we're in the home stretch of, of the match now. So We're going to have to yeah. do a part two on UNESCO because we've got yeah. to look at their website because their website is something else. Spicy tweets, and just remember, guys, that this is just like uh, th- this is one of the bits about um, the latest tweets from Yeah Netanyahu. Let's see if he's saying anything interesting. Uh, something written in, in disgusting uh, goblin sorcery. I can't read that. Oh, translate. Well, anyway, Nim- Nimrod Barkan planned to submit. A Unable to of fetch pro- translation. Okay. <laughs> Nimrod Barkan planned to submit a letter of protest with information about the university's ties to Hamas. Especially angry that this was the first Palestinian university that UNESCO chose to cooperate with. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, But I criticised the move as well. Wasn't there something about UNESCO where they were like, uh, uh, yeah, um, so... um, and that was it. Israel's like, okay, Palestinians, you need to like have democracy and and freedom and and gain Tel Aviv style butt sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get some parties right. And then it's like, okay, we create this party called Hamas, and uh, yeah, they won ninety four percent of the vote. So six percent of Palestine, like, we don't want pa- uh, Hamas to represent us. Ninety four percent, yeah, we do. And now Israel's <laughs> upset. It's like, oh, Hamas is a terrorist organization. It's like, hang on. You said we got like that adds up to one hundred and fifty percent. Yeah, uh, so it's like <laughs> you're saying on the one hand, like the Palestinians have got to democratically elect their representatives, but then when you don't like the representatives, you say they're a terrorist organization. You can't have it both ways. I'm sorry to sound like UNESCO guys, here, guys. Sorry to backtrack on something. I was right about the human trafficking, and I suppose you are. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> oh dear! Oops. Uh, so, what is it? Is it child sacrifices? Yeah, human trafficking has become a problem in Azerbaijan. Youth is the main wow. pl- is the main place among people exploitation by human traffickers. Doesn't say where they're from though. Has it been going on <laughs> since 1972? <laughs> uh, US, wait, U.S. State Department's official monitor to combat trafficking in persons placed the country in tier two in 2017. What does tier two mean? 
Uh, no. Countries are going to comply with the da, da, da. countries who come do not comply with the TPVA, whatever it is. All right, okay. So, right, yeah. so we've oh. finished with the Middle East now. So, so no, no. Well, I was going to say, but <laughs> well, well, before we get into unexplained histories, I have found uh, from the Jerusalem. Oh, well, I've, post... I haven't finished with people flouncing out of UNESCO yet. Oh, oh okay. I've got go. I've got Japan and US to do. Yeah, the US <laughs> looks like it's a it's a oh yeah yeah. Oh no, there's quite a lot of controversies. I haven't even, I haven't even got into the best ones yet. Uh, so, um, in 2015, Japan threatened to halt funding from the UNESCO over the organisation's decision to include documents relating to the 1913 Nanjing massacre. In the latest listing for its Memory of the World program, in October 2016, <laughs> Japanese Foreign Minister Fumio Kishida we don't need to remember that part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> confirmed that Japan's oh Japan's tw- 2016 annual funding of 4.4 uh, billion yen. 4.4 billion like, yen. That's about like one pounds. billion yen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. but what's a billion yen worth? Uh, I think you can buy a 2003 Toyota Corolla for that much money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, the, is the is Japan's thing in the shitter then? Is it? I, I don't know. Well, million. I assume a hundred yen is probably a dollar. So a billion, you yeah. take off two zeros from a billion. What's that like? That's like a, a million million. Oh well, no, we're a... using American billions, aren't we? So it's that's about like thousand four million. million or something, maybe. So is this know, this is the question I want to ask? Is that just UNESCO funding, or is that UN as well? Or do they give another payment to the UN? Different, this is what different. I'd like to know: is like how much is the British government paying to all these fucking clubs we're in? So <laughs> the the thing which the mafia would do, you had about like cooking the books, and you'd have yeah. two mm-hmm. sets of books. So you'd yeah. have your official books to be audited, and then you have your real books or the real budget. So you know where the money so really ha- is. Yeah. Yeah, so by having a UNESCO books and you've got a UN books and then there's like the uh, the Club of Rome books, which is the real books. So don't the get, UN and UNESCO books are... Yeah, they, they, they're it's all cooked books, but they've got a real books somewhere and we're not privy to that to that yeah. thing. Um, uh, Alex Jones did a thing about it. He called it the Comprehensive Annual Financial Report. So... In in the United States, the states have a state budget, mm. but that's just talking about expenses. The the real actual like what money they got is in the Comprehensive Annual Financial Report, the CAFR. I'll take it that's one you're not allowed to look at. Yeah, that that that's like the real one. That that's like you know if if uh, Don Giuliani saying we need the books, he's talking about the CAFR. Is that is that what, about... is that the one you'd look at and you like the, all the colour would drain out of your face because you realise you realise how much shit the fucking country's actually in. It's the one you look at it and it's like holy shit, why are we taxing these people? We literally make ten times this money from cocaine running and child tra- kidnapping. Yeah. Right, so uh, this is the doing the US now. So, like, um, so the United the United States withdrew from UNESCO in nineteen eighty four, citing the highly politicized nature of its organization. It's, isn't it funny how the world's changed? Before then, it's like this is all bollocks and it's political, and you're not fucking telling me what to do. And now it's hey, I'm gonna do whatever you say to the left. Well, now it's uh, oh look, all these nations have got WF young leaders ruling them. I mean, you can't, I mean, could you imagine, like, could you imagine, like, the government now going, "This is bollocks. I'm not doing this." Like, 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 governments could in 1984. 
back before Common Purpose was putting their leaders forward. Which, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just WEF by another name. Well, I'm sure they're they're. they're I, I I should imagine they're all separate, but they've all got the same aim, haven't they? Yeah. Well, okay. So there was this thing, right? You, you know how like um how you how you do like a disorgan you you do a, a decentralized um uh, uh rebel cell. So yeah. you'd have an inner circle, right? And the inner circle would know each other, know their plans. But then, like each members of those, they would have like their own underlings. And with those underlings, they say to them, go and form your own inner circle, and you form your own networks, and I know you as a contact, but I won't know the rest of your contacts, so if ever I get compromised, I can just say, well, I know this one person, but that's it. And that's basically what they're doing. So you've got the Freemasons, but now you've got the Trilateral Commission, you've got the Bilderberg Group, you've got Davos, you've got WEF, you've got Common Purpose, you've got fucking UNESCO babies, (laughs) and... uh, Baby music, fart, fart, fart. Baby yeah. music, fart, fart, fart. Baby music. Uh, no, what's that song? Baby, baby shark. Baby shark, do, 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 baby shark. Yeah, that's it. That, that's part of the WEF. <laughs> you, uh, you, I'm, I'm, you, wait, you wait till you hear that song, that song from The Little Mermaid. No. <laughs> that, 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 that's like saying, hey, Hobbit, do you want to watch Basket Case again? No, I saw it once and that was one time too many. I've never watched it. I literally went outside to have a smoke. I was like, uh, is it over yet? No. All right, I'm going to spend the rest of uh, the evening in the toilet smoking. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, Uh, in 1984, so they said they were a highly politicised nature of the organisation. It's ostensible hostility towards the basic institutions of a free society, especially a free market and a free press as well as its unrestrained budgetary expansion and poor magic management under the director of general Amadou Amadou Maha Mahamabal. Amadou do do smoker uh, black Oh no, I was gonna do the big You're not allowed to talk about those things on YouTube. Um Everything I want to talk about on YouTube you can't do anymore. So Fuck, it's, I missed two thousand and fifteen. It's the but it's it's crazy, isn't it, to think that we could, like back in back in the day, like it, all all you need. It, I think it's. The, I honestly think a lot of this is down to the quality of politician we have. Like the the problem is 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 we've got an entire political political class that since the mid nineties, I mean some of them probably started after like the mid nineties. So like after um, what was the what was the EU treaty that Gordon Brown signed the. The uh, sell the firstborn children into slavery treaty. <laughs> Whatever you can. The I can't remember what it was. It, it's some. It's place, probably some got place a, in a, a, Maastricht. Yeah. Was it Maastricht? Or Maastricht. Was there another yeah, one? it might have been Maastricht. It was Maastricht. Well, and, uh, my favourite was the Lisbon, yeah. Lisbon treaty. Lisbon. Lisbon. It was it, one of those two. Ireland's so Gordon like, Brown signed one to... of those two, and then since then, like our, our politicians haven't really had to do anything because all they do is yes sir no sir three bags full sir like they're just used to being cowled by somebody aren't they and told what to do yeah it was the eu wasn't it but yeah then, wasn't it? yeah yeah and well that, that was like My the first favorite. stages of like the current eu wasn't it but like mm. but since then like all of our mps have grown up in this system where they haven't really had to fucking do anything they haven't had to decide their own rules they haven't had to decide their own work laws they don't really but know how the country works. yeah it's like it's like uh 
it's they're like they're like the kids that you used to pay thirty pound board to their mum and the mum would have yeah. the wages and allow them to have what they wanted back and and the problem like is now made... they've got they've got all of their wages so they just fucking spend it all spend it all down the pub and don't have any rent money left. It's like, it's like that, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So it's anyway, like took UNESCO's cushy job and made the people who took the paper out of the train put in another tray at actual work, you know, work weeks. They'd fucking yeah. This this is by. this is the thing you you uh, uh, you you lick ass at UNESCO. You lick you lick <laughs> ass at the UN and you might get yourself a, uh, a cushy UNESCO job after you finish, mightn't you? If you if you're a, if you're a good good boy or girl politician. Yeah. yeah, you get to be responsible for like Israel bombing Palestinian schools. You know, um, Israel has a right to exist. <laughs> the reasons for the withdrawal of the United States from UNESCO in 1984 are well known. My view is we overacted to the cause of some who wanted to radicalise UNESCO and the cause of others who wanted the United States to lead in emasculating the UN system. The fact is UNESCO is one of the least dangerous international institutions ever created. While some member countries within UNESCO attempted, attempted to push journalistic views antithetical to the values of the West and engage in, engage in Israel bashing, it's literally my, it's all my fucking wife's boyfriend stuff with it, it's, in America, and yeah. it's so pathetic. <laughs> UNESCO itself never, never adopted such radical postures. The US opted for empty chair diplomacy after winning, not losing the battles we were engaged in it was nuts to get out and it would be nutty and not to rejoin okay uh leach concluded that the record showed israel bash that the record showed israel bashing a call for a new new didn't they literally all they did was said no you really shouldn't be like putting a fresh (laughs) coat of paint on fucking ancient structures and renaming them that's literally that's literally all they said but it's like oh god this is like another holocaust aren't they Uh, (laughs) a a call for a new world information order money money oh fucking hell so so leach concluded the record showed israel bashing a call for a new world information order money management and arms control policy to be the impetus behind withdrawal he he asserted that before departing from unesco withdrawal from the iaea which is the international atomic energy committee agency Uh, the agency potato potato had been pushed by him on the 1st of october 2003 the u.s rejoined unesco so why would they want to withdraw from the iaea uh, because Mogtai Vanuatu was just a liar. It's conspiracy theory that Demona is a nuclear processing facility. <laughs> On the 12th of October 2017, the United, the United States unified UNESCO that it would again withdraw from the in- in- organisation. Uh, How many times can you withdraw? Surely it's just like, <laughs> okay, that... you've withdrawn once, you don't need to say you're going to withdraw Isn't that again. Under Trump? It. Isn't that Trump? No, 2017. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. Yeah, so uh, the United States notified UNESCO that it would again withdraw from the... <laughs> I'm oh, taking my ball that. Is yeah. this a monthly thing, like, we're, we're withdrawing again? Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, but but Israel followed suit. That's weird. <laughs> Department of State cited mounting arrears at UNESCO, the need for fundamental reform in the organisation, and continuing anti-Israel policy <laughs> Just like the Yanks are literally like the school bully with their little mate behind him, goes, <laughs> like, just fucking biff. 
Le- le- the-, the school bully in his little Renfield just behind him, sort of like <laughs> leaning up, just going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what they said. Uh, United States has not paid over six million in six hundred million in dues. It stopped paying its it stopped paying its eighty million annual UNESCO dues when Palestine became a full member in twenty eleven. Israel and the US were among fourteen <laughs> votes against the membership out of one hundred ninety four member member countries. Wait, there was fourteen against. Yeah, so fourteen against, including Israel and the US. It's like Palestine is the fucking proper country. There was a mandate. Was it the British? What was it called? Uh, British? No, mandate it's just an anti-Semitic conspiracy yeah. theory. Yeah. And saying that Palestinians are Semitic yeah. people as well, that's an anti-Semitic conspiracy yeah. theory. Uh, Balfour just didn't know what he was talking about, did he? Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty well, sure. It, I'm pretty sure it was. It was pretty black and white. What Balfour said in the declaration. Yeah. Uh, it was just that. That's just uh, open to interpretation. interpretation yeah. Yeah. No um, one reads that. No one reads that stuff, do they? You know. Yeah, no one reads the small print. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we, we've we've done with the US. The US and its little Renfield. Uh, the Kurdish-Turkish conflict now. On the 25th of May 2016, the noted Turkish poet and human rights activist, Zulfu Luveni, yeah, great poet. Uh, I know all of yeah. them. Do you know any of them, Hobbit? Uh, yeah, I've got like, uh, the, the now that's why I call Zulfu Luveni's greatest hits on nothing. <laughs> uh, resigned as Turkey's only UNESCO goodwill ambassador. Ambassador, he highlighted the human rights situation in Turkey and the destruction of historical Sur district of Diyarbakir, the largest city in Diyarbakir. Oh no, not Diyarbakir. In uh, the district of Wakibaki, the largest city in Kurdish majority southeast Turkey, during fighting between the Turkish army and Kurdish militants, as the main reasons reasons for its resignation. Uh, were they bulldozing olive trees and uh, and white phosphorescent people as well? Were they? Look, the more it the more it changes, the more it stays the same, doesn't it? Livanelli yeah. said, "Go on then, Hobbit. What are you going to say?" I'm just agreeing with you. I'm I'm doing the Renfield bit. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To pontificate on peace while remaining silent against such violations is a contradiction of the fundamental ideals. I'd actually say it's quite the opposite. That is literally what the UNESCO do. <laughs> Just, just like you drew a bit of Gulf War, Hobbit. Like it was literally just like the UN going, "Don't do that." You know, you know, like those women in, when, when you're in, when you're in the in the in the supermarket and the fucking kids absolutely running wild and fucking eating all the eat, eating sweets and fucking nicking stuff, filling his pockets up. And the, Look, and the mother's just like, "Don't do that." That's what the that's what the original Gulf War was like, don't it? America, don't do that. Look, we we all we all saw the video the the, the Iraqi troops with the, the Iraqi flags on their thing, ripping babies out of incubators and. Dashing them up against the fiend, and then they had the Iron Cross on. Don't forget, don't forget playing... the forty-five minute claim as well, Hubbard. And they were, they were playing volleyball with their bayonets and their German Mauser rifles, throwing babies in the air. And ca- hang on, wait a second. No, they were saying that of Germans World War One. Hang on, what was it? The the Iraqis were um, do, doing something yellow cake. Oh, I forget now. It doesn't matter. No, it's, it's the forty-five minute bollocks. claim, weren't it? Because like with a with a with a uh, with a 
metal tube and uh, all I know is with that a metal Israel tube has a right stuff, to exist. With a metal How tube and stuff, you... they could kill us in forty-five minutes. Yeah, uh, Israel has a right to exist, so got to put an end to that. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, Saddam Hussein definitely was not the reincarnation of King Nebuchadnezzar, and definitely did not have a Stargate, which the American Stargate located in Cheyenne Mountain discovered because they got like some sort of resonance fields. You can detect nearby Stargates with them, so they totally didn't just do that war so they could capture their Stargate and shut it down. And they weren't a giant, and they weren't a giant in. Afghanistan either. No, no, there was there was there was no Kandahar giant. No. Giants aren't real. Except no. for dinosaurs. Those are real. Well, UNESCO about to get a slap on the wrist because in 2020, UNESCO stated the size of the illicit trade in cultural property amounted to $10 billion mm. a year. A billion dollars a year. A report the same year by the RAND organisation suggested that the actual market is not likely to be larger than a few hundred million dollars. Ah, that's right. Tactical Droid knows the score. They were using weapons of mass destruction on incubators. Yeah. An expert cited by UNESCO as attributing the 10 billion, 10 billion figure denied it and said he had no idea where the figure came from. Art dealers were particularly critical of the UNESCO fig- figure because it obvious, they obviously were somewhere near... Oh, because it amounted to 15% of the total world art market. Um, not paedophile tokens at all, are they, Hobbit? Definitely not. Definitely not used for money laundering. Yeah. Um, In November 2020, part of a UNESCO advertising campaign intended to highlight international trafficking in looted artifacts had to be withdrawn after it falsely presented a series of museum-held artworks with known provenances as recently looted objects held in private collections. The adverts claimed that a head of Buddha... So, do you reckon this is disinformation they're doing here then because there's no there's no way they can get this shit that wrong so either they're right and they've had to lie and pretend it's not or it was disinformation in the first place to put people off the trail i'm having a hard time following any of this i just uh it's all got my blood boiling when people are saying that israel doesn't have a right to exist (laughs) yeah but they clearly do. That's why they say they got a right yeah. to exist. It's ours. We've been here for thousands of years. Yeah. Not six years. 1948. Uh, yeah, years, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the adverts claim that a head of a head of Buddha in the Metropolitan Museum's collection since 1930 had been looted from Kabul Museum in 2001 and then smuggled into the US art market. Uh, a funerary, funerary monument from Palmyra that the Met had acquired in 1901 had recent, had been recently looted from the Palmyra Museum by Islamic State militants, then smuggled into the European antiquities market, and that an Ivory Coast mask with a provenance that indicates it was in the US by 1954 was looted during the armed clashes in 2010 to 2011. After complaints from the Met, the adverts were withdrawn. Hmm. All right. Uh, right, so I think I'm UNESCO'd out, mate. Yeah. Part two coming soon. Yeah, we'll have to look at their website because, yeah. uh, oh boy. I mean, Israel oh, oh has boy. been there. Oh boy. Oh boy, do we have to talk about it's, it's some... It's getting spicy. Uh, do we have to talk about <laughs> some conspiracy theories that are wrong? As uh, uh, Tactical Droid points out, they've been there for six million years. Hmm. Mm. 
Uh, go on then. Abbott. So anyway, what, what do you want to do? I've been talking way too much. What do you want to do, Abbott? Oh, well, here's something from the Jewish Post. Uh, yeah, Netanyahu tweets hope leftists die of coronavirus following protest. I, I hope the elderly people who die following this protest will be from your block. The younger Netanyahu Jr. wrote on Twitter. Um, that That's like, th- there's this article and it goes on, there's like paragraphs and paragraphs of stuff. But literally like that tweet's all you need to know. Yeah, Netanyahu said some. He said some interesting things. Um, yeah, Netanyahu tweets a claim Shin Bet part that, that coup like against his father. Hand, hand gesture he's doing in that link you put in, Hobbit. No, that that's just an anti-Semitic canard. <laughs> Hobbit, do you want to do this one? Scientists invent device that leg- generates electricity out of thin air. Oh, uh, before we do the totally not um, the. Uh, I can't remember the name, Tartarian technology. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Netanyahu did a tweet. And uh, you know the Google Doogles? Uh, he's, he's done that, but it spells the word gulag. Oh. When, whenever I read through Twitter, I love reading yeah, Netanyahu's post. He's saying probably what his father is thinking. You have to understand the mindset of Israelis as the hollow house has always been reminded within the culture of Israel. This is his latest tweet, perhaps, is what he really thinks of Google. Yeah, Gulag. Okay, there we go. It's all this, like, extraneous definition. You don't need it. Like, the, the point of Twitter is, like, brevity is the essence of wit. If you can't convey your message in 140 characters, like, you know, I'm not reading your blog post. I'm happy for you or sad, whatever. But I ain't reading all that. Unexplained histories. Yeah, I'll put a link. I'll put a link in the back chat for you, Hobbit. Okay, I'll, I'll read it out. Things. Yeah, uh, this is by TK Randall. We've done it before, haven't we? Have we? No, no. Well, it says it's it's awful. The novel AirGen device is capable of continuously generating electricity using almost any material. It may sound like saying out a science fiction movie, but this intrigues me. How many of these articles start start with that line? Are these are these fucking chat GPT? These these things. Oh oh the shit! We got well, we, we got to watch that. When's that on tomorrow? Which has been things? developed by scientists at the What's University that? of Massachusetts is the real deal. Impressively, it's it doesn't really require happened. any kind of conventional fuel and is completely clean, oh. making it a viable alternative to traditional power generation methods and a rival to wind and solar power. Oh, Nothing... boys, tomorrow, making history. We're going to get the first Mars live stream. Oh. How many clouds on Mars we can see? <laughs> do, okay. do, do, you mean, do you mean Mars or do you mean Iceland? <laughs> oh, well, well, Greenland, eh? Um... Oh, is it Greenland, is it? Yeah, it's Greenland, supposedly, yeah. It's uh, their life in Greenland. <laughs> no, European Space Agency will broadcast live from Mars tomorrow. That's the June 2nd. First time ever. I didn't even know they were going. Broadcast. Well, hold on, hold on. For the first time ever, it'll be possible to watch a live broadcast beamed directly from the orbit around the red planet. I didn't even know they were going. There's a lot to unpack in that <laughs> Well, when did they leave? When did they leave? Because I don't even remember it happening. Well, it takes six months to get there, right? So they must have left six months ago. Yeah, supposedly. That don't seem right. Ah, but you see... Well, sometimes Mars is closer to Earth than other times. As Alphabet Cat says, Greenland with a a reddish-brown filter on the camera and no Photoshop going on there. (laughs) 
The event, which is set to take tomorrow, June 2nd at 1800 CST, uh, aims to celebrate 20th anniversary of the European Space Agency's long-lived Mars Express orbiter. The probe arrived in orbit around Mars in the way back... Oh, it, no, it went there in 2003. It's been there for 20 years. I don't remember it going. Bringing with it the ill-fated Beagle 2 lander, which is... Wait, so are these guys... The wait, hold too. on. How are they going to retrofit a live stream from this? When technology know. back in 2003 couldn't live stream fuck all. Well, they, they say the main problem, it, it's not about the, the recording and stuff, it's the bandwidth available. And, uh, right, okay, so, so I, I don't know going to be like VHS gonna, quality. I don't That's... know how they're going to make the tra the uh, the transmitter on the Mars side any more powerful. Like, uh, Wouldn't it have I, to be like super powerful? Because you, you'd have no yeah. end of loss in the intervening bit. Because I, I don't know how much data you'd lose over what distance, but there'd be nothing left by the time it got to Earth, would there? When they were doing the, the Mars stuff, uh, not Mars, sorry, the moon landings, they had the great big radio telescopes to try and pick up the data, and uh, they they used a technique called slow-scanning um, television. I, I can't remember exactly. Slow-scan television is... A weird technology. Uh, it's also used to transmit data, but it's it's like a, a pre-sort of internet protocol method of data transmission. I I don't know too much about it. Oh, tomorrow's live feed. Sorry, it's not going to be a live stream. It's going to be a live feed. Tomorrow's live feed will provide a montage of images streamed directly from the orbiter as and when they are received. Effectively providing a live stream of Mars, so it's not actually a live stream. There we go, it's just photographs, supposedly. So it's just um, going to be a slideshow. Yeah. There, that's the bit this, which I was disappointed with. Yeah, this with photo the, shot um, we did earlier. Yeah, um, that's the bit I was disappointed with the uh, the, the comet lander thing. Uh, yeah. It was like, I, I wanted to see live, a live feed of it, and they yeah. were like, we don't have the bandwidth to do that, sorry. It's going to take like nine months to transmit five minutes of data from there because we're, we're doing it like I think the transfer rate was like five kilobytes a second or something. So equivalent to dial up, actually. I, I don't remember the numbers exactly. Oh, tune in, tune in amongst dial the up, first. Dial up was 512k, wasn't it? So, so the information no, is going to take. No, dial up, that was quick maximum seconds. of. Maximum, like the fastest download speed I ever got on dial up was like five kilobytes a second, which would be equivalent to 48 kilobits a second. Uh, you're thinking like the first broadband, which is 512k, which is equivalent to, or if you divide that by eight, you get that in kilobytes. Yeah. Which was like, you know, already it's like it's incredible. Like, I remember when I first got that in 2003, I was like, oh, this is incredible. I can download all the movies and stuff I want. I downloaded all of Star Trek TNG uh, when that happened. So uh, anyway, back okay, to the... Okay, why has my calculator um, got the airphone view icon? Oh, fuck's sake, I don't care. We're going back to electricity then, aren't we? Yeah, right. So TLDR, this, this air tech thing, they don't explain it. They just say it's a really small filter... And because of that, it will electrons from water droplets in the air will magically go onto it, and now you've got electricity. Look, look forward to computer engineer Yun Yao Jun Yao's uh, suicide soon. I, I don't know. It's it, it just it's going to be one of those. Oh yeah, it's an incredible piece of technology. It's just 
just another 20 more years and we'll have working fusion uh, and we've also got um... cold fusion was the big thing back in the 90s do you remember how cold cold fusion like yeah. these bubbles when they collapse in in the water they emit light and it turns out in that brief period of time they're incredibly hot and there's like incredible amounts of power and that's why they're making light because they're incandescing oh, okay. and then it's just like oh okay well we're just going to ignore all that now and uh just to say that fusion can't be done at cold temperatures. It's got to be super hot or whatever. I don't know. Uh, so, that, so the Swedish have found a Russian spy whale. Spy whale. Oh, yes. They, they've been training whales to spy on boats. I don't okay. know. Spy on the Swedish, because someone needs to keep an eye on those fuckers, don't they? Well, uh, wouldn't it be more cost-effective to have like some Afghan spies because the you know the, the Swedish would be like, "Hello, uh, I am a refugee uh, from Syria. Now I demand you let me into Parliament and see your official state secrets. It's part of my culture." Well, would you like to rape a five-year-old girl instead? Yeah, uh, I want to do that, but also I need to have a look at your state secrets first. Uh, please, it's part of my culture. Oh well, we're Swedish, so okay. Here's our state secrets. Uh, so UFO Sweden UFO press event to de- to present definitive evidence of black projects. So oh what yeah, is definitive uh, that was evidence? another thing. It's UFO researcher Stephen M. Greer will be joined by several government whistleblowers who absolutely worked in the government. They really did, honestly, including Marine, who had allegedly, allegedly witnessed a man-made UAP. UFO in and Indonesia in 2019. Um, disinformation mm. event, a bit misinformation or yeah, I saw something recently. Um, there was like uh, uh, NASA allow, uh, uh, announcing alien invasion live. Uh, also, uh, Greer so... Greer says he's going to reveal oh. details of a planned RICO RICO lawsuit set to be initiated in response to illegal military and corporate projects, right. which is absolutely going to happen, isn't it? Here we go. It's a four-hour-long stream by NASA, and the title of the video is called "Public Meeting on Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena." Wet ass pussy. Official NASA broadcast. <laughs> we commissioned. Yeah, well, that's what WAP stands for. Yeah. We commissioned a study team to examine from a scientific perspective. Uh, wet ass pussy. That is observations, <laughs> events in the sky cannot be identified as aircraft or known natural phenomena. The focus of this public meeting is to hold final deliberations for the independent stove. Blah, blah, blah. Literally, like, Jesus could come down from the heavens and land on the thing, and NASA would find a way to make it sound like the most boring event possible. NASA's secret power, by the way, is not, like, to deceive. NASA's secret power is to, like, make the most incredible thing sound like... Oh, we've invented faster than light travel, and yeah, okay. So we'll be discussing a panel to discuss feasibility of faster than light travel to other Earth habitable planets. Blah blah blah. They they, they will make it the like the most boring thing like possible. I hate them. I hate them so much. Uh, what about the bloke who was having uh, had like a ground dog day thing going on? So he said, uh, wherever I go, the same people are on the side of the road, same cars behind me with the same people in them, same person gets hey, out of the cars wearing the same clothes. Go on then. That's a, that's a two-pack song. Everywhere I go, every other city I go, no matter where I go, I see the same hoes. 
so anyway, um, it's not that. He's just got Deja Veku with re- retro, retro Collective Confabulation, which is just Alzheimer's. Oh. Uh, let's see. Have you heard uh, of yeah, the Russian so, spy whale? Yeah. Uh, here, here we go. So the so, the song oh, I'm thinking of is, is called Tupac. I see the same hose. Uh, <laughs> oh, is this the one we did the other day, or is it, or have they updated it? As many as 1.7 billion Tyrannosaurus rexes once roamed the earth. Oh yeah, we did that. Either yeah. I thought we it, yeah. I thought we did it with a lower figure. Open the door, get on the floor. Everybody walk the 1.6 billion, billion dinosaurs. Fucking hell. <laughs> How oh. many of those fossils have you like, found? What though, the man? fuck would I eat in? It's like 1.7. Like, how many calories oh, does oh, 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 a Tyrannosaurus Rex need? Whoa, hold on, Hemi, right? Remember, T Rexes were around for how many millions of years? Two million years? Right? Yeah, the T Rex was around for two million, right? And there's one point yeah. one billion in total, right? Yeah. So if we divide that up, T Rexes must have lived for a very long time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a correction: the the two pack song about the hose is called "All About You," with a chorus: "Every other city we go, every other video, no matter where I go, I see the same ho." I, I remember that song. Yeah, what is that's fucking? Oh, hold on a bit. Listen to the last line of this. If the number is accurate, it means we've only found the remains of zero point zero 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 two percent of all the T Rex ever lived. The other ninety nine point nine 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 percent, even though you use the two, we can't exhume their mass graves. Hold on, are either lying in wait in the ground somewhere or are lost forever? So what's oil then? If it, I thought it was dinosaur bones, got a dinosaur bone in your butt. Put a xylophone in your butt. Put the boogie in your butt. Put the boogie in your butt. butt, butt. God, I've been listening to a lot of um. How did they know there's 1.1 billion? Like, where they extrapolated that fucking number from? Uh, because six million. Oh. Yeah, oh, back in 20, 2021, a study was published suggesting there oh. might have been as many as 2.5 billion individual T Rexes. But now a newer study what, has called what, this estimate. What is an individual T Rex? <laughs> what is it? Were they Siamese twins or something? What was it? What is it? What? <laughs> instead, what is instead, individual you're talking T-Rex? bollocks. You're talking bollocks, mate. It was 1.7 billion. Hey, you'll be no. hearing from my lawyers about the 2.3 billion you've denounced. <laughs> According to study author Eva Grabler, uh, this this difference is yeah. it's Griebler, Griebler, not Grabler. This difference could be attributed to the inclusion of new information that the original study study hadn't taken into account, as well as renewed estimates concerning population density, number of eggs laid, and average lifespan. Yeah, but what was the average? How did they know the average lifespan of a T Rex? Well, because they made it up, obviously. <laughs> How long do T Rexes normally live? Like, what's the average age of a T Rex? How would you know? That's a very good question, Fraser. Now, <laughs> moving, moving on. on. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, as that, or as Monty Python would have said, I, I was hoping you weren't going to ask that particular question. What? So, are you telling me that uh, there is a literal, like, arthritic fucking T Rex skeleton out there? <laughs> To, to like you know 
uh, compare with the other T-Rex skeletons or something? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> how how do you tell one's older? It's a bone. You can't you can't extrapolate. Would well, it have tree rings or something? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> You're asking too many questions. Yeah, I was hoping you weren't going to ask, going to ask that particular question. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they were, T-Rexes are only around for two million years. Oh, how about this one? you seen this one, a 7,000-year-old road discovered underwater off Croatian Island. Right. Penny uh, yeah. Smith, homeland, just got banned from the Homeland live chat. Did he? What's oh. going on there? He's oh, been Rex. You'll be hearing from my lawyer, Schmerli Schmeckelstein, about that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, newly released footage shows underwater archaeologists, archaeologists removing sand and debris from the site. These are carefully stacked stone plates that were part you remember of the underwater Alex Jones. Yeah, literally underwater Alex Jones. Yes, uh, that were part of the four-meter-wide road that connected the artificially created island with the coast. The, U- the University of Zadar, not Robert Zadar with a big chin. Do you remember, do you remember the actor Robert Zadar? Zinazine Zadar? No, he played the... Uh, oh, do you remember we watched Maniac Cop, Hobbit? He played the Maniac Cop. I do Cop. remember that. Robert Zadar yeah, played the... the Romaniac Cop. The Romaniac Cop? The Romaniac Cop. <laughs> Hello, I am from Budapest. Budapest. <laughs> By Radio Carbon Analysis... Whoa, 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 whoa bros, come on. Have you, have you never hell? watched Maniac Cop? It's what? a good movie. Yeah. This is a real rabbit hole here. Like, I just talked in. How long did T-Rexes live for? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know? Right, okay, yeah. this is a Guardian article from 2009, right? It isn't easy to tell from dinosaurs' fossilised remains how long they lived. The traditional yeah. estimates, based on slow reptilian growth rates combined with the enormous size of dinosaurs, led scientists to conclude that it could be up to several hundred years. However, <laughs> however, paleontologists today believe that dinosaurs grew much more quickly, rather like birds and mammals. <laughs> we don't fucking know. Reminder: Dragons are real. How long did they think? Oh, wait. Okay, so they're now saying, "Oh, they only live for thirty years." Just, just a reminder: Dragons aren't real, but dinosaurs living millennia. But surely, but surely you could. Scientists believe they live for seven hundred years. Surely they'd live longer, similar to sort of an an elephant. What's that? Sixty years. yeah, well, that's it. Like you would think that, right? Logic could tell. Logic, Turtles, logic could tell you. you know? Man, I'd love to be a dinosaur biologist. Yeah, they're radioactive and they eat tantalum. <laughs> also, they quite like um, wet, wet, wet. <laughs> yes. So basically, they were like, "Oh, bigger reptiles live for longer, right?" Therefore, their eyesight was especially man, so sensitive to the uh, uh, puce uh, range. I suppose. And, I suppose uh, they, they could. I suppose they could if their physio- physiognomy was more like a, like a turtle, turtle or something. They, they'd migrate east every ten or so years, which may account for the Godzilla. Is that an African or a European swallow hobbit? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now they decided it's only 30 years. Like, okay. They're just fucking. They're not making it up I'm as they you, go along. Let's make it up, yeah. But being a dinosaur biologist is one of those things, along with um, working for UNESCO, coming up with lists. It's yeah. like, oh, I've got such a difficult job. I'm a dinosaur biologist. 
I'm just. So I'm I just spin... How did you become Greg, a dinosaur biologist when well, I sold all my Star Wars figures and applied? 